I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. For multiple bonus shows per week and access to our full podcast archive featuring in-depth interviews, movie commentaries, and live shows, please check out the Steel Wars Patreon podcast feed. The content club level is just $3 a month and is chock full of Star Wars fun and really helps the ongoing production of the show. All the bonus shows download into your podcast app like any other show. Give a month a try at patreon.com forward slash Wars. Link is in this episode's show notes. And if you do, hit us up for a question for the weekly Patreon Q&A. And now, on with the show. I really hope you enjoy it. Hey guys, welcome to Steel Wars. I am comedian Steel Saunders and I do love Star Wars. And each week we talk to someone of interest about it. And this week to celebrate 20 years of The Phantom Menace, we are going to talk The Phantom Menace and watch along, which you can use as a commentary or we're going to do it in a way that... uh, you can just listen. You, you've seen the movie. You'll be able to hear stuff in the background. You'll be able to follow along. And uh, we're going to be sort of telling stories as well as watching the movie. But welcome, my good friend. You know him for his stories, his Corey stories. <laughs> welcome back, Corey Van Dyke. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, buddy. Glad to be back. It's always fun doing this stuff with you. We had quite the adventure celebration, so... We always have adventures. We always yes, we have do. adventures. <laughs> and now we're going to have a, a, a Skype adventure. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to watch... If you, if people do want to tee it up, which um, it's the iTunes version yes. of yep. The Phantom Menace, which I, I assume is the same as the Blu-ray version uh, yeah. and any other digital platform, this is the one. So uh, we have got it set up to zero and we will press play on a sync. Is there anything else we need to get it out of the way before we get going on this, Corey? No, I think we should just dive into it. Okay, let's go. So I just have to work out where my play button is. All right, are you ready, Corey? You want to do like three, two, one? Yeah, I'll do the count. We'll We'll go three, two, one, press play. Sounds good. Okay. Very nervous, Corey. <laughs> oh, that was the other thing I was going to point out. Yeah. That uh, there'll be a YouTube version of this as well. That was the oh, other yeah. thing. Yes. Yeah, so you can watch it on uh, on YouTube. Can visually see us. Visually see us. And yeah. uh, there might be other visual guides as well. So so check that oh. out at uh, YouTube dot com forward slash steel wars all right so we've got we've got everything out of the way Corey. i knew there was see that's why i said is there anything else we're going to get out of the way there was something that was in the back of my head okay on the 20th anniversary of the phantom menace Corey, is that today yes oh really 
Oh my god. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> gotcha. Pa- I was wondering why Phantom. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Perfect. I mean, it- Perfect sizzle for everyone to stick with us over the next yep. couple of hours. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so great. this is not the countdown, but this is how we'll do it. We'll go three, two, one, play, okay? Mm-hmm. All right, this is the countdown. Three, two, one, play. All right. All right, this cool. film logo. Yeah. got one, Corey? You got yes, one? Yes, I do. I do. I do with the, uh, what what theme is this? Is the Yavin theme? Yeah, no. I don't know what that is. I don't know. It's like a weird chop of them all. Do you remember the old Lucasfilm, just the green text? Yeah. That, oh, yeah. Okay, nice. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Phantom Menace. Let's, uh, I'm going to have to turn down the sound of my iTunes. It's a little bit loud. I'm screaming it, over it. Let me know if you hear any from my end. No, nah, you're fine. Okay. Um, or if I can, because we're synced up perfectly, I won't be able to tell. <laughs> All right, let me turn down it just in case. Um, right. But how old uh, were you in The Phantom Menace? Mm, five months old. Five months old. Yeah, no, it's funny because a couple years back, somebody had asked me on a podcast, how old were you when The Phantom Menace toys came out? Like, you must have been excited. I'm like, dude, <laughs> I was learning how to crawl at that point. <laughs> I uh, was not there. If you're but, learning uh, how to crawl at five months old, that's um, you're a pretty advanced Corey. That's true. I guess I wasn't even doing that yet, huh? Hmm. Wow, that makes that even weirder. But uh, my buddy Noah Outlaw, uh, he just posted on Twitter not so long ago that uh, he wasn't even born. So that's just freaky. I don't, I don't know why he was in that bar uh, <laughs> all those times at Star Wars Celebration. We're gonna have to do true. something about that. I think. True. But um, I was in my... Um, i just moved out of home. Okay. No, I hadn't moved out of home as yet. But I worked for a skateboard shop and, uh, that I managed. And nice. this was a huge... Just such a huge deal. We all had a big dinner beforehand. Because mm-hmm. we were going to the midnight screening. Right. And... I was sitting at the head of the table, it was like 20 people, and normally, do you know what I mean? If we're yeah. out for dinner, I'm pretty loud. You know how it goes, sure. Corey. I do. And I didn't even realize, but for like half an hour, I was just in stasis, just stunned. I was so nervous. Yeah. It was like sure. so like important, and I was just like, and then someone just looked at me and goes, still hasn't moved or said anything for like <laughs> half an hour. I was That's like, great. I was freaking out. Oh, I bet. I remember this, just the uh, the the, je- the hooded Jedi ro- coming out to TC14 and just being in the cinema and just like going, the Jedi, yes! Uh-huh. Yeah. I can imagine the, the hype for this movie was unreal. Yeah, I saw it down in Rosebud where I grew up and the, the mm-hmm. cinema was just like jam-packed, like... Like, I think, yeah, then they, they had people in other cinemas as well, which for a small town was, um, and, and it was just, the, like, they let people in like an hour and a half early. So it was like mm-hmm. a big, like, sort of town reunion because there were yeah. so many, you know, people you went to school with and stuff. And it was just, it was festive. Like, in my memory, sure. there wasn't, but in my memory, there was, like, beach balls getting 
like tossed around and stuff like that. There, there mm-hmm. wasn't, but no. when I play it back in my head, that's what's that's up. That's how you envision it. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I I saw this movie um, after I saw the original trilogy. And you, ke- you kept it OJ. I did. What yeah, a, you're, I saw, you're a true fan, Corey. Right? <laughs> so I remember watching it and I don't... I, I, I remember watching it. I don't remember how I felt about it. I'm sure I loved it because mm. I, I watched it when I was like seven. But uh, I don't know. I don't remember. Rea- I remember Darth Maul and loving Darth Maul. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's about all I remember of watching it for the first time. Yeah, my reaction afterwards was... I remember being just stunned. Like, I was, I was at a party afterwards and it was about four in the morning. And I remember just leaning against the wall going to someone going, yeah, it was full on. I liked yeah. it. Like, it's, uh, it was so, like, you just thought seeing all this new footage, like a new story was just impossible. Sure. Because I believe George Lucas when he lies to me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. When he says no yeah. more, I'm like, why would George Lucas lie? Right, yeah, it makes him money, so why lie? Exactly. Yeah. And and yeah. lies about them. That's my fight favorite lie. That's why I'm hopeful there's <laughs> going to be a, like a, a Star Wars episode ten. Yeah. Because my yeah. favorite lie is the third time I've been told it is <laughs> there's no more Skywalker. Films. Right. There it is. Oh yeah. So basically, this was your Clone Wars saved Phantom Menace happening. Never thought it happened. Ah, oh, it was. But I didn't have that moment. It, I just sort of heard it on TV or something like that. It was... Yeah. But it was... And it was so far away. I felt like we found out about... Yeah, when the, was it announced? I felt like it was like four or five years. Oh, yeah, because they did the Star Wars Special Editions. Right. And we knew that the prequels were coming before they were announced. Wow. So, or, or not when they were announced, but when we were going to see the special right. editions, we knew there was going to be the prequels. Gotcha. So it, it, it just felt like a, just a lifetime away. Like, it was I bet. three or four years. But, and and so they've just busted out some lightsabers here. And I remember just that first time, like just a relief, like a release of just... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, 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 it's ha- like, I'm so glad because in all the other films, it takes so long for a lightsaber to get ignited. Right, that's true. And it's just like, oh, they're just giving it to us. Thank you. Thank it's right you. off the bat. And, that's a good point. I never thought about that. Yeah. And the whole uh, sticking the lightsaber into the wall that Qui-Gon does. Like, yeah. I just never imagined using a lightsaber like that. So right. I just... Just like, oh my god, a new lightsaber. It was sort of like, for The Force Awakens, the Kylo Ren bolt bolt grab. It was like, this is a new thing that I guess should have been pretty obvious. Right. Yeah, it's it's a very sick move. I don't... And I think they really used a lot of that throughout the prequels. But this is the the one moment I always find funny when uh, Obi-Wan... Yeah, when they do the Force run like that and you never see that ever again. Yeah. It was like the only time. <laughs> <laughs> Even debatably, you know, people think that he could have used it at the end of the film. That's true. 
<laughs> but then, <laughs> you know, then you know, you can sort of like then say, oh, but the shield thing, he wouldn't have been able to stop, and they can't. Right. They're not that. Pres so you can sort of like Star Wars your way out of that. Yeah, yeah. But I always thought the speed running was. I, I think even on the first night when they did the speed running, I was just like, okay. Yeah. It seemed yeah, a bit superhero-y. Yeah, it's a little flash. little flash going Yeah, yeah, there. exactly, exactly. Right. Yeah, I was never... I actually never noticed that until a couple of years ago. This how uh, Queen Amidala, like, beams in, like, mm -hmm. waves in, that's um, like a callback to the old Flash Gordon serials. Right. And... I even, the first time seeing that, and that she was in a round screen... Yeah. I remember being in the cinema and thinking, why would you build a round screen? <laughs> like, it's a waste of sp Like, it's just a bad format for video. Right. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Imagine in... in yeah. Like, when they invented TV. Because mm -hmm. after things are invented, people just go with it. Sure. But imagine if they made the first TV was a circle. <laughs> and so all TVs, and then all... Everything filmed for TV and, and cameras, that it'd all be circle. Yeah, that would be a... Uh, I don't see the point in how that would work out too well. And in that alternate universe, where they're now <laughs> recording, and in The Phantom Menace, the screen's square or rectangle. And I'm like going, why wouldn't you make it circle? Like... <laughs> oh, wow. Was that all opening night thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Oh, Panaka. Captain Panaka. Oh, I felt so bad for him at Celebration. Federation would not dare go that far. He wasn't at the panel. Ah, uh, yeah. C.O. Bibble. Uh, he's such a bummer. He is. He's not someone you want to go party with. No, he's constantly He would have the, He would have, like, the worst come down. The worst <laughs> hangovers. Yeah. Just... Every conclusion is just the worst possible thing. Oh, yeah. Was this the last time we see him? Or... Nah, yeah, he's right? in it all no. the way through. Oh. Interesting. I don't remember. All right, so we've got a bit of a trade federation invasion going on here. Yeah. It's cool. I like the design. Now, we're about to see the stat droids come out on the bikes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I, I, I'm not sure how caught up in action figure lore you are. Yeah, I got it. I got that. But, um... The preview figure? Yeah, it came yeah. in the box, and it, it, you could make him sort of pump it up and down. Yeah. And, oh my god, I remember seeing that in Toys R Us. <laughs> and just, like, gasping with happiness. And just staring at the back, and... Yeah. Just, like... Give me more information. Was it just that that they came? I know they had a Mace Windu, but was that on the same day? Or was the Mace Windu like a mail away or something? I feel like the Mace Window Windu was a mail away, but I think maybe in Australia you could buy it from Toys R Us. Or you, if okay. you bought four figures, you got it. Gotcha. Because they do all that stuff different different territories. I'm just, uh, right. just having a glass of wine, Corey, in honor of. Uh, the Phantom Menace 20th anniversary, buddy. Here, here's awesome. to you. Thank you. Um, here's my water. Well, yeah. considering uh, how old you were when the Phantom Menace came out, <laughs> you got a couple months. Yeah. <laughs> so, as as a kid, Corey, what was your um, 
What did you make of this Jar Jar Binks who's just uh, appeared on screen and is talking to uh, Qui-Gon Jinn? <laughs> I don't ever remember having any issues with Jar Jar. I don't think I was ever annoyed or, or anything. I was just like, cool. Because uh, I remember when I was four, my cousin had a Jar Jar, like, um, like, like bath toy. I, I just do have to say that effect yeah. of them cutting the stap up uh -huh. and then it sort of they show the wreckage and it, yeah. it seems like that's practical wreckage that they i i just love that transition i always that is very cool always love that special effect because at the end it looks seems so much more realer than the cgi for sure for but sure continue Corey. sorry buddy. no no it's all good um yeah so it was a jar jar bath toy i remember my sister was really into that for some reason she really liked it and i remember she stole it from him and like <laughs> we were at back at the house and she showed it to me and I just found it so mesmerizing and then I forgot about it and then when I saw Jar Jar here I'm like holy crap it's the freaking bath toy so that's my Jar Jar story just looking at him it just it just I feel like I'm in the late 90s uh-huh yeah yeah oh my god yeah the animation or the CGI is uh not quite there but yeah it is it feels like it have you seen that movie Dinosaur no, no, no. You put, put him in there, it would be fine. <laughs> it would be fine. What did you think of Jar Jar when you first saw him? I just thought he was a bit much. Yeah. Like, there's just the... He just need to be toned back, like, 10%. Right. To, to suit my taste, do you know what I mean? Yeah, agreed. And, you know, we'll, we'll talk about it later on with... Uh, the, the Jar Jar action and, and it, it's weird that the, the Phantom edit that um, I'm such a big fan of yeah it sort of it taught me or it sort of exposed to me how much of these movies I really liked okay because if you just adjusted like a few minutes of it I watch it and I, I'm like oh this is awesome okay so it's sort, it's sort of like just it's a you know interesting lesson just to focus on the things you like about something and it's yeah it's pretty good so yeah like watching those the phantom edit of uh attack the clones and uh the phantom menace i sort of went oh i really like watching it like i like like i like it's just i don't i have like no real qualms than that do you know what i mean even though in Attack yeah. of the Clones, they cut out the sand bit, and I now love the sand bit. It's like my favorite. Oh, yeah, it's classic. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just brought so much joy. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen those cuts, those edits before. Yeah. I should. Well, you, when you watch them, I feel like you don't even notice they're there. Yeah. And you sort of, like, if you hadn't watched, like, the, like the Phantom Menace for 10 years and you put it on, Right. You wouldn't even know it's an edit. You just go, oh, God, that's, you know, that was great. I don't know. I'm not sure what everyone's yeah. going on about. So it's just like that. And it's just to my taste. And I guess. Is Jar Jar in it? Oh, yeah. He's in it tons. Oh, okay. Gotcha. He just doesn't finish every scene. Like, gotcha. That makes sense. Because, like, one of the, um, the, the sort of lead things in how, he, how Mike did the, the Phantom edit was. He has the last word in so many scenes and it pops the seriousness of that scene. Mm -hmm. Like they're like, 
there's these really grave things happening and at the end yeah. Jar Jar's sort of like mana, 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 mana. <laughs> right okay so well that's good I feel like I agree there's he's overdone a little bit throughout the films what'd you think about uh, Boss Nas that's his name right Boss Nas Boss Nas I can Boss never Nass. why does he look so different to everyone else oh Gungan wise yeah I don't know he's it, it, is it sort of like a queen bee where the like the leader gets born quite differently? So like if they're green, they can rule or something? Yeah, they're just yeah. They're like a slightly different... They're just born a leader. Green and obese, that's what does it. Hey, um, did you ever consider rocking the, the Jedi little Padawan braid thing at the back there? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's never crossed my mind. <laughs> One of the was weirdest that... things ever. Star Wars just follows me around to the point yeah. that I was on vacation in London, mm-hmm. out the front of the Queen's Palace, Buckingham Palace. Okay. And there was just a dude about 20 years old, randomly dressed as a Padawan. <laughs> okay. And he had a braid and he had the robes on. And huh. he didn't speak very good English. And I was just like... Oh, that's awesome outfit, man. Why, like, what are you doing? And it, like, we couldn't have the conversation about why he was dressed as a Padawan. But right. it was just the... But he had the braid and he was uh, he was killing it. Wow. Was this, like, recent? Like, three years ago. Okay. Have you ever considered rocking that hairstyle? Oh, no. No. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I like the... Uh, we're about to... They're leaving Utaganga. Yeah. And I guess the one sort of thing I remember triggering me on opening <laughs> night was when Bosnas said, the life debt. Because we'd heard all about the life debt with Chewbacca and the Wookiees. Okay, right. So they were sort of bringing up, um, they were dropping a bit of, uh, you know, that was a little but Easter egg. Yeah. That was a little nod. Interesting. Yeah, what would you think about this uh, sequence here? Not a fan. Yeah. I um. So we're we're watching the. Oh, what was that fish called? Oh man. The the red fish is currently. I remember it because. I remember it because of the toy. Yeah, he had a, a very uh, out of scale toy. Yeah. But um. Yeah, I don't know. I I didn't like the bigger fish thing. Don't they do it like three times? They do. Oh, the the Opie. Opie, yes. Opie Sea Killer. And then there's the uh, Kalo Clawfish. (laughs) Isn't that what um, Dryden Voss eats? Yes. In Solo? Yeah. So that that, that big lizard thing. That big thing, yep. Wow. Yeah. That's that's sweet. The world building. It's all all connected. (laughs) All okay. based on the fish. So we've got Darth Sidious here talking to the Nemoidians. Yeah. Did you always know that the Emperor was Palpatine or the the you know the, the governor or whatever he was? No. no, but I do have a funny story about that. Hit me. Alright, it's so a couple months ago we did these like reaction videos with our friend seeing Star Wars for the mm-hmm. first time. And another buddy of mine was there for it, and I don't I don't know if you realized she hadn't seen him or what it was, but uh, there was a, 
one of these shots on Attack of the Clones where you see Palpatine. He's like, oh, there's Darth Sidious. And I'm like, oh. And I just look at her. I look at her and I, I she, she put it together. And I'm like, she's like, yeah, I didn't. She's like, that was kind of obvious. But I'm like, dang. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty funny, though. Because that would have been so good to see her, like, natural yeah. reaction of how of finding out. Because I love all those, like, thinking of all those things that if you watch the movies in order, yeah, how um, weird that would be. Because that's like, if you watch them in order, oh, mm-hmm. maybe... Oh, no, she didn't watch them in order, though. Did she watch them in order or did she watch them in... No, no, we did a weird order. Oh, okay. But if you watch them episode one to six... Yeah. And so you watch the first two movies, and you're like, oh, Anakin Skywalker, we're, we're following his life, hero, hero of the galaxy. Yeah. And then in Revenge of the Sith, he turns bad into this new character, Darth Vader. Right. You'd be devastated. I had thought about doing that order, but she'd already seen, or she already knew that Anakin was Vader, because uh, originally okay. I was going to do that. But don't you think, like, watching it with no other knowledge, like that? Yeah. Because people going on about, um, Amelia Clark's character in Game of Thrones. Yeah. And I feel like that's like a similar thing that they've followed this character. And there's, sure. you know, there's hints Anakin was a bit out there, and apparently, I'm not a big Game of Thrones person, but there was hints mm-hmm. that she was, um, you know, a bit insane. It's in her family, whatever. There definitely was, yeah. But um, yeah, I could see why fans would be really gutted. And and like likewise, if you're like an Anakin Skywalker person, yeah, and, and you're like, what? You killed the killed the little younglings. Killed the kids, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that'd be interested to see somebody who watched it in that order. I don't think I've ever like heard of anybody who has who didn't know Anakin was Vader. Because oh, that could be... I've, I've got a specimen. I've got someone we can do it to. Really? Yeah, it'll take a couple years, right? Okay. But I've got this child. Ah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> of course. I couldn't do it to him. That'd be so painful. He'd, he'd, I could just imagine him crying. Oh. Yeah, put him through the Clone Wars too and everything before you get to Revenge of the Sith. That'll really... Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. <laughs> By season three, he'll be like, where's Vader? What's happening? Like, what are you doing? Okay, so this queen... Yes, sir. I th- yeah, she's... Um, I'm blanking on her name. Um, the actress? Yeah. Kara Knightley? Yeah, that's the Kara yeah. Knightley. And there's Natalie Portman. I've, I've, right. I've solved the movie. <laughs> did, what a- did, you get, did you get that right away? Like, when, when you saw it initially? I didn't get... I don't think I got that there were decoys. Oh, no, I did get there was decoys once they take off in the ship. Okay. But, yeah, like, when I first watched the movie, I wasn't... That was one thing I realized that I didn't know when it was her and when it wasn't her. But then when you watch it a second time, you can sort of... Because um, the toys... Um, they, I worked it out through the toys. Gotcha. Because I was like, oh, there's two Natalie Portman figures and they've got different names. The that was, character. yeah, that was the exciting part of my friend not knowing anything about Phantom Menace is the whole movie she was trying to figure it out. And uh, we were just like staying quiet, but she was like, wait, are they, what's going on? Mm. So that was kind of the biggest thing about the movie until the end. But uh, I, I think I was even surprised by that when I saw it. If I remember correctly, I don't think I put two and two together. Yeah, and and this is um, like Kira Knightley when not famous at all. No, I don't, this is like one of her first roles, I think. 
Yeah, I don't know if she was in... I don't think Bendit... Maybe Bendit Like Beckham had came out. I don't know. I can't... I'm not sure. Yeah, she's like 14 or something here. It's crazy. Did you hear about the Natalie Portman, uh, Kara Knightley feud? No. No? Oh, crap. Yeah, so... Kara Knightley said in an interview that like Natalie Portman used to bully her on set and stuff. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and she felt very uncomfortable throughout the whole thing because of that. Ah. And yeah. has Natalie report Natalie Portman come back? I don't know. Oh. I don't know. Oh, now that I'm watching, now you've ruined the rest of the movie for me. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, there's such tension. Yep. Man, look at Natalie Portman's face. She looks like, <laughs> oh my God. I thought she was just acting like a concerned handmaiden. Nah, she hates her. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Now, um, one thing the Phantom Edit does that I wish that they had done was not have the battle droids talk like this. Yeah. Like, how how do they talk in? They just don't talk. Oh really? Yeah. Like, and again, like for kids. Like love all that, like Roger Roger, like yeah. Were you a fan of Roger Roger? I probably. Mm. Like so, I, I sort of with that like mind's eye of like, well, a ten-year-old kid probably loves all the banter and you know how like the whole. Sometimes they're a bit too real world. Like you're under arrest. Like it's. Yeah. It's a bit like a campy cop show sort of thing. Right. But, you know, I'm sure a 10-year-old kid, or a majority of them, loved him. Yeah, I, and they really made the voices worse in Clone Wars. Yeah. The, so. uh, and then we just got introduced to R2-D2. For those yep. uh, listening to the podcast, we've just taken off, and uh, Rick Ole has, <laughs> has started announcing every development in the plot for us <laughs> yeah so what'd you think of him because he was a big action figure that everybody talked about right yeah he was in the original i don't know he was just i think i was just yearning for more rick ollie like he'd been hyped up so much just through having a figure yeah. that i was like when's rick ollie gonna contribute more to this right like when's when's rick's when's it rick's time to shine can't get the shield generator right. because we'll be sitting ducks. So it was kind of like, uh... Now nah, I was going to compare him to Zuvio, but that's not even remotely close. No. So did you did you know at the time this was R2? Was oh, that, yeah. Was like, promoted? Yeah. Okay. Like, like, in the cinema on opening night, like, there was massive cheers. Because yeah. it was like, this was our intro. Everyone knew. It was like, oh my god, it was R2-D2. I remember being thrilled about how they could magnetize onto the side of the Nemoidian starship. Because that was like a new power. Like, we never knew that droids could do that. Right. And I remember when they came out, I'm like, oh my god, they magnetized the ship. And that ship. It's, it's yeah, it's very nice. Like, they had a toy of that, too. I had it. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was giant. It was, God, I miss giant toys like that. Not that I, I guess they just had the sail barge, so I, I, I got to take that back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, in terms of going to retail, you won't find that anymore. But, uh, yeah, that, that Starship, the Hasbro toy was just, thank you. Yeah. Like, it was like, thank you for this toy. It was, 
Is it looked cool. Sweet. I like how uh, the hologram sits down on a seat. Right? It's so sick. What'd you think about new gunray and all of them? I I liked them. Yeah. Like, you know, there's been, you know, it's like, of course, that sort of uh, accusation that it's like a racial stereotype and stuff. But for me, watching it, that didn't sort of pop up in my head. And I, I love the way how it's like one of those things that's probably George Lucas. Oh, maybe you want to look like this or not, but I like how their mouths don't move perfectly with yeah. what they're saying. Like it adds yeah. like this weird, goofy sci-fi vibe about it. Yeah, it does. This, when they read out the... Um, so this is when they're awarding uh, R2-D2 with a good mm-hmm. job and the, the queen, who's not really the queen. There we go. When Panaka said that, massive cheer in the cinema. Uh, yeah, I believe it. It was uh, so good. So I have to tell you about... Um, on opening night, mm-hmm. I bought an extra ticket. Okay. And uh, I bought it for something special. And so we went to the pub and for that dinner where I couldn't speak. And then uh, we went to the cinema about three hours early and everyone's there. And I was like, all right, I just got to go home and grab something. And I had one of those full-sized latex elusive original Yodas. Okay. So it's like a like a latex like sca- like the life size one. Yeah, like- yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You know, three-dimensional, all sides like yeah. real hair and stuff. Yeah. I had one of those. I've still got it, but he's a little bit uh, falling apart because of the uh, <laughs> latex. Yeah. But I bought him a seat, and so I brought oh. him in just for you know just. To, yeah, because people have got yeah. costumes and stuff, and I'm like, I'll bring Yoda. I'll bring That'd Yoda. That's way better. Yeah. And um, I walk down with my Yoda, and my friend Tim stands up and just points and goes, There's Yoda! <laughs> and everyone in the cinema applauded. Awesome. Dang. It was so cool. And then we put him in his seat, and like people coming up and getting photos with him, and all little kids are freaking out. And yeah. And the weird thing was, is that when I was up, like, seats up talking to someone, like someone that I knew, looking mm. back, you could see the back of Yoda's head, and it just looked like Yoda was in the cinema. <laughs> you awesome. just see the silhouette. Yeah. So cool. What do, you think, what do you think about uh-huh. the hyperdrive, Corey? It was always weird. It was like, oh, that, that's what a hyperdrive looks like? This weird right. wafer? This, like, block thing, yeah. Um, you know, thought it'd be smaller. <laughs> Oh, really? I thought it'd be bigger. Really? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I just figured that with the technology they have, why can't it be small? All right, so they're about to set off to Tatooine. They've yeah. dipped, ditched Obi-Wan Kenobi for plot, per- for plot purposes. <laughs> I never got that. How they just left them. But I guess that's the budget. It wasn't the It was for the plot. Oh, the plot. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. um the budget was fine. Don't worry about that. <laughs> now, does Qui Gon know that's the queen at this point? Yeah, I would say so. Okay. Well, I don't know. He's kind of makes that comment in a little bit about the queen. I don't know if he would. Well, but he's always supposed to be known to be like the guy who doesn't really give a crap. Yeah, like, I don't say whatever. I'm not sure if he knows, but he doesn't want her to know he knows. Right. 
Now, just then, they're walking into t- uh, Moss Esper, yeah. and Jar Jar steps on a piece of Bantha Poodoo or something. I could live without that. Yeah, yeah. But I'm also now just like, I can also just ignore that three seconds. Yeah. I'm assuming that's cut out of the edit. Yeah, very much so. Very much so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, Watto. Let's give it up for Watto's little pot belly. Yeah, right. <laughs> it is like, out of like the cute things, like the cute cre- creature pieces, like, like Yoda's Tuckus, I love. Uh-huh. You know when Yoda's like crawling through looking for the torch yeah, and Empire Strikes Back? Yeah, yeah. Um, Wicket's hands. It's another uh-huh. really cute, you know, Star Wars creature part. But Watto's tubby little belly. I, I like it. that. Like the action figure has it to the, all the details. He's got the stomach and everything. And I like uh, they based Watto's wings on a bumblebee. Mm-hmm. Because apparently, scientifically, a bumblebee shouldn't be able to fly. Okay. Like, they can't work out how... Like, when they analyze the... um, I think it's a bumblebee. When they analyze how it all works, the physics of it, like, like theoretically, they shouldn't be able to fly, but they do. And, and I huh. remember them talking about that with Watto. It's like... Theoretically, those little wings shouldn't be able to keep that amount of weight up, but it does, like a bumblebee. I think one of the example, one of the reasons I think in Star Wars lore is his tummy's filled with helium or something like that. Really? Like he's gassy with helium or something like that. Oh my wow. god! Why do I like even if that's true or not? How does that thought occur in my head? I don't know because I know. Yeah, that's. I don't even think about that. That's. Uh... <laughs> It's interesting. Have you read the um, the Visionaries comic book? No. Yeah. So in that comic book, like when Darth Maul gets revived and he fights Obi Wan, they show this one panel where he kind of goes through every place that Obi Wan's been to find him, and he's, there's this one shot of uh, Watto cut in half by him. Oh my god. Yeah. It's pretty uh, messed up. <laughs> is that is that a canon story? No. Okay. No. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> Lucky. The, um, well, I guess he's I'd like a- to see Wado just show up again. He's in Attack of the Clones. He is, but I, I need more. He's all, he's all washed up. Who do you reckon aged worse between films? Luke Skywalker, Return of the Jedi, <laughs> Jedi to the Last Jedi, or Watto, the Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones? Given... I'd say... Uh, Luke Skywalker had like 20, 30 years to get that much old. Watto in like two years was just oh. busted. Got like a hat on at the next one, just sitting down on the chair. Whiskers and... Yeah. He, he didn't do too well. One thing when I see Watto, which is a bit... I don't know, the nature of the beast. I think too much of like when he's outside, I think too much of like the grid green outline. Like when they have the documentaries about this is oh, how we yeah. did this. Like... Yeah, they explain so much of that. You sort of like think of it, like especially the Dewbacks in the special edition. I watch so many like special, like you know, documentary features on how they made those Dewbacks. I just see the green lines. Now, yeah, you're at work, Corey. Yeah, yep. You're working in the crock shop, right? 
yeah. and this um, girl, a couple of years older than you, come in. Right. She's really nice. She's beautiful. You adore mm-hmm. her. Yeah. You want to ask her out. Right. Do you consider a you an angel? <laughs> I mean, it's not awful. Out of all the things you could say, that's definitely not the worst. Um, Anakin, Anakin tried to bust out the moves, you know, as this little kid. So I, I give him that. Would I do that? I don't think so. <laughs> but but uh, good for Anakin for trying. It worked out for him and then it didn't. But, you know. So I, what do you think about this scene? That creature that owns the stall is one yeah. of the worst creatures in Star Wars. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I hated the figure, and every time I see him on trading cards, it just annoys me. He looks like he's out of Galaxy Quest or to some <laughs> real low budget. Or HR Puffin stuff, which is, yeah, that's what he looks like. You wouldn't know that. It's like this no. crazy puppet show from the 70s. And he looks like a character from that, which is not a compliment for realness. <laughs> yeah, I never liked him. I'm glad they never used him again. <laughs> what, you expected him to come back? Uh, you never know, right? He's come out of, well, you know, using the same creature over and over again. Padme, they're in Attack of the Clones. Padme's a bit hungry, and so they go down to get <laughs> one of those things, and they pay for From it this him. time. <laughs> so this oh, is where... sorry, I have to take that bad about... I have to take that back about Watto. People are probably getting really upset. The gap between it, it's 10 years. I was thinking of the gap. Still, though. I was thinking about the gap between, like, a normal Star Wars movie. I'm sorry, Watto. I take it back to 10 years. Tatooine's son. We knew what it did. I get, yeah. Yeah, Ruined Obi-Wan. We saw what happened to him in 20. So, um, (laughs) take it all back, Watto. Luke Skywalker has by far the worst ager in Star Wars history. Sorry. So, Quinlan Voss was in that shot, too. The, uh... Ah, Sal Perales. Yep. Yes. Oh, yeah, she passed away not so long ago. I had a theory. Yeah. That I wanted to add to Star Wars lore. Okay. I think, what was her name? Um, the one that was just Kira sitting there? or Mira or something? The lady that's like, um, oh, I don't know. Storm's coming, Annie. Yeah, I don't know. Um... So I, I, this is like good head canon, canon I think, is um, that's actually Shmi's mum. Mom, <laughs> All right. And and you know how she could tell that the storm was coming through the force. Yeah, that's how she knew. Interesting. So that was like the force did run through the family. Huh. That's an interesting little headcanon there. Hey, not bad, huh? Not bad. No, at all. I like that. I like that. Now, Maz Kanata is in Anakin's room. What's up with yes. that? Yeah, it's just that is one of the weirdest things. That's like, like for me seeing that the Maz Kanata <laughs> thing, and then when they yeah. put a picture of Maz Kanata next to, it, that's like Bigfoot. Like it's just like, <laughs> how does this occur? All right, right. C three PO is a naked guy. I yeah. didn't mind naked C-3PO, but one of... I'm fine with it. I'm not angry. But one of the decisions... Listen, here's the deal. Okay. Right. 
Phantom Menace came out in 1999, right? Yes. If, in 1995, if you're at like some Comic Con like nerd convention, right, and you're talking about Star Wars theories and what will happen and will Boba Fett be in the prequels and you know all that, what's the Clone Wars about? Mm-hmm. If you in that conversation said, "Oh, do you know what I reckon is going to happen? Darth Vader built C-3PO." Yeah, that probably never would have. Dude, you would have been beaten. Yeah, yeah. You would have yeah. been clubbed to death <laughs> by an angry mob. Yeah. So that's... That's pretty insane. It's so goofy, but again, at this point, I'm just like, well, that's that's the movie. Like, And I actually do like the C-3PO Anakin Skywalker interaction. Yeah. I, I like how it passed on from Anakin to Padme, so you have that connection there between the two of them. Actually, I'm having a realization, Corey. Yeah? If you did watch it without um, any knowledge of the films and you watched episode one through to eight... Yeah. The C-3PO thing would make... It wouldn't even jolt you, because that's what you're introduced to. And it's like, of right, course it that droid stayed with them. Yeah, yeah. Same with R2. There wouldn't be any... You know, revelation there. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. I've just, <laughs> I've just gotten rid of one of my biggest gripes in Star Wars. <laughs> Great, that's what it takes—the 20th anniversary of Phantom Menace. Wow, God, we're really um, getting through some stuff here, Corey. I yes, feel like we, we are. Go on the catch. I, I tell you what, when we do the um, a- Attack of the Clones one yeah. in three years, yes, <laughs> I'm not getting over those C3PO moments. I can tell you that much. They, oh um, yeah. Oof. Yeah, I got insulted real bad once because so, like people were, we were talking about what Star Wars characters we'd be, and a friend of mine was like, "You'd be C three PO with the battle droid body." I'm like, "Really?" All right, <laughs> dude. Yeah. Wow. So did you punch Jason or not? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was not Jason. Oh, it's funny. Nah, Jason compares me to Ezra. <laughs> it's so weird when um, when Qui Gon grabs Jar Jar's tongue. tongue. Yeah. Jake Lloyd, Anakin, yeah. he doesn't sell it at all. Like he's <laughs> like his expression is motion. Like it doesn't. There's no jolting. Yeah, it's like whatever. It is what it is. Because I guess you know you're a little kid. It, It'd be hard. And it'd be hard to, like, get him to act at the right... Like, the whole... um, Just to get him to do his scenes and, and not stress him out and remember the right. lines. Like, when you watch that beginning documentary, it's just like... You feel so stressed for him. Oh, yeah, a thousand percent. And that's the, that's the thing. Is so many people give him crap, and I think he did fine. Like, I don't think he... Uh, I think he did what, what a kid could do. I think... He did everything he was told to do amazingly. Yeah. But there's some stuff that he shouldn't have been told to do. Sure. Like, like it's not his delivery that, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And there's also, if it was like, this is how it is, and I love this movie, but in retrospect, like if, no, like prior to it all happening, I would have thought you make him a bit older in the first one, so it's the same actor the whole way through. Okay, yeah. Like, I could see that. you know, you could do this 
You could do this story and he's 13. You could right. do the story exactly the same. Yeah, he doesn't have to be. What is he, 10 here? Right, 10? Nine? I think he's like eight or something. Eight? Wow. Did you ever think that, you know, when, when they announced this, that you'd see Anakin at eight or Vader at eight? I think when they announced it, they did say how old he was going to be. That must have been kind of bizarre, though, because if it's like, well, how do you see how do you see that story progress without knowing what else was coming? Yeah, I can't remember if they said then the next one would jump ten years or that info. Maybe it was at the start they said that. I don't yeah. know. Because it seems like a hard thing to tackle. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Maybe we just accept it. I don't know. I can't remember that. Yeah, because I'd find that interesting, like, getting that revelation and then being, you know, like, how do you, what's, is he going to be, like, 11 when he kills the Jedi, you know? Testing our fate to avoid we hardly know. Padme's been a real bummer here. Queen doesn't need to know. Mm-hmm. This was the line where Qui-Gon just kind of shows where where he is with everything. Mm, I love the, um, the Queen doesn't need to know or not line. Yeah, and uh -huh. then he just like gives her a double look. <laughs> so that's how I'm just like, yeah. does he know or not? That hologram of the Nubian starship, the Royal Starship, uh, Qui Gon's holding it out to show Watto. That's a dope effect. It is very cool. Yeah, like, you that's know, probably was, one of the coolest holograms. There was a Hasbro figure of that effect. Really? Uh, it was like in a little pack. I don't know if it was a special thing you had to mail away for or not. But I do know I got mine from Toys R Us Australia, but it was sort of like... It was in the Hasbro line, but it was sort of like a... A, like a, a blue hologram micro machine size. Really? One of those, and it had a... And so, I guess it was sort of a life-size thing. You could hold it in your hand. Sure. The little is. projector, but... That's, a that's sick. I had all that stuff. I've got all that stuff back in Australia. There's a few things... My... The one I have to... I don't think I've got it anymore, so I have to buy it on eBay. But I need uh -huh. to get it. They Hasbro did a little action pack for kids, like a little cosplay pack. Yeah. On a blister card that included a Jedi braid. Oh, yeah, like the accessory packs and stuff. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I've got to get that yeah. Jedi braid carded. I've got to, I've got to have <laughs> that on my wall. That's a sweet yeah. bit of action. I, I feel like you should have no problem finding that. In my head, they should be worth 400 bucks. Right. Like, because it's such a, like, just a funny, ironic Star Wars collectible. Sure. So, did you, like, purge your collection at some point, or? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Attack of the Clones. I, I, just, I, I just sort of realized, I'm not, like, opening these straight away, or they're not, I, I, I Marie Kondo'd it. They weren't giving me joy. <laughs> Yeah, I was condo ahead of my time, but um, I think the final straw was when they brought out the Tatooine Luke with the the hat. Oh right, and it just reminded me of like that Malibu Stacy episode of The Simpsons where it's like he's got a new hat, like and everyone goes. <laughs> I was like, I think I'm getting taken for a ride here because when Hasbro brought out the figures for the first time again, I just thought they'd bring out the ultimate version of every figure. Right, and then that'd be it. Yeah, I just thought they'd bring out, like, the best Luke Skywalker, and we're done. Because, sure. like, in the vintage version, they didn't they didn't update figures. Right. Except for the droids. Done. Yeah. But, like, they didn't bring and out... And even then, it was so minor. Yeah, but, like, the Darth Vader had the telescoping 
telescoping lightsaber. Yeah. And then by Empire Strikes Back, the Luke Skywalker didn't have a telescoping lightsaber. He held one, but they didn't update the Darth Vader. Right. Like, yeah, it was always the same. You know, they could have just brought out a Darth Vader with a hand and he could have held a lightsaber. Right. One with like a removable helmet, but now it's like yes. always. Yeah. Oh no, Hasbro's all about making 30 million versions of each character. Like they just announced at Comic-Con that they're doing a three-pack of, is it called the Definitive Luke Skywalkers? And it's like uh, a Comic-Con exclusive for this year. It's like Stormtrooper Luke. That said, Yacht I might Luke. get that. It's it's definitely cool. Mm-hmm. But you know in three years, they'll make another Definitive Luke Skywalker set. <laughs> be the same ones. These kids are yeah. all so cute. Yeah. I think that's Amanda Lucas. Oh, really? Yeah. And then, of course, the Greedo is uh, Warwick Davis. I always thought one of those little kids was the, the girl from, little girl from Full House. <laughs> <laughs> like, every single time, I was like, oh, the girl from Full House. <laughs> you got it, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Ah. Uh, oh. Yeah. That always freaked me out because I don't want to get electrocuted. Yeah. I don't like that bit of Jar Jar action. I don't mind. Yeah, it shows his uh, what do you call his his innocence? I guess. The the thing that scares me, he's so close to dying. Like he is right here in a brutal way too. Like having his hand jammed in that turbine. It's like, could you imagine if it went off? Oh. It's you just see R two D two just splatter blood. Get your hand out, dude. Yeah. Oh, get your hand out. Like he's, he's about to start it. Get your hand out. Yes. Thank you, Natalie Portman. Please. It's like no one. No one. Oh my like... god. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh, that was brutal. Yeah, this is it. We're about to enter a great moment here. Anakin starting up his pod racer. Natalie yeah. Portman smiling. Qui-Gon's relieved. It's working. Yeah, it's... And then the music. It's perfect. And then Shmee going, knows what's up. He, yeah. Like, she knows that he's going. Yep. Oh, that's devastating. Yeah. Love Shmee Skywalker. Yep. Now we enter this really sketchy thing where... He's taking blood. This long-haired <laughs> dude in a robe comes into town and <laughs> yeah. take, takes a young boy under the stars and extracts some blood. Like, yeah, it's, it's, like that I, is. I'd be concerned as a parent, dude. I would destroy someone. Yeah. Oh, like, and, like your, your son. That's like some dudes. Like, oh, like I, my doctor, our, our pediatrician, takes blood out of Harry, and I'm like, you, oh, Jackie. Has and to then hold he calls me somebody. Then he calls somebody about it. Oh, so, mate, like, mate, got some blood. Yep. Check it out. I'm sending you a sample of the blood. That's it's. Oh, that's creepy. It's creepy on a lot of levels. And it's it's not even like... He's not even talking to a mobile phone. He's talking into a Gillette razor. <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I always found that weird that she just kind of looks at him. Yeah, I mean, of course, I'd be like, what are you doing? But I'd be like, hey, man, what's going on there? Oh, Here Darth Maul, the, the Sith yeah. infiltrator. 
sick. With with shades of Tie Fighter Weirge. Mm-hmm. This that f- ship. When it I think ended, it's very underrated. But when it came out, Hasbro yeah. did one, but it was one of those. I'm pretty. Did they do one in it? You could only get one figure in the top of it or something. Yeah. Like super underscaled. But yeah, that, it wasn't big. That is, that is a sick ship. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. I like um, I like Maul's outfit here, where he's got the whole hood up and the robes, and he's got the binoculars and all that stuff. Did you get the uh, Darth Maul from Celebration, the 20th anniversary one? Yes, yes. Yeah, that's cool. I think that's what the outfit's based on. Yeah, it is. Uh, I got that, and I got... Um, actually, I got... I was very Darth Maul heavy. I got one of those Darth Maul teddy bears that has the spider legs. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah, because awesome. it's like one of my least favorite things in Star Wars. To put it on the weird shelf, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. So I, I, I collect my work... Like the C-3PO with the battle droid body. Like, I'm all yeah. about those collectibles. So anything you're like, I don't like, I need. Yeah, because I, I awesome. then, I'm, then I'm taking ownership of it. I'm in control. <laughs> That's great, dude. You gotta do a video showing all that. Yeah, I'm actually I'm I'm gonna do that. Yes. Do. What do you think of Sebulba, huh? The bad boy in town. Yeah, I I always thought he was he was kind of funny. Just how 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 cool he thinks he is, and he just casually walks by everybody, and he's just very ugly. It's weird because when you think about it, you know, like George Lucas uses all these sort of archetypes to generate. Um, emotions yeah out of the audience and that that sort of bossy bully prick like mm-hmm. i've never even thought about it but like when i watch i was like, i always hated sebulba because he just reminded me of people yeah. when i was like classic bully school. that that just thinks he's all that and, yeah, yeah. yeah 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 i always wanted to see him die but <laughs> <laughs> of course we didn't it's weird here they're doing the uh the dice toss with uh, Watto and and what Qui-Gon's prepared to cheat at. <laughs> yeah. Was Sebulba an attack of the clones? Was that him in the car? No, I think it just was a Sebulba. A Doug. Gotcha. They okay. a Doug? Yeah. A Doug, yeah. Yeah. I don't like the Dugs at all. I don't like their design. I don't like... I just don't like them. Well, they're big boys. Yeah, I remember they did that Clone Wars episode two part where they actually go on their planet. And I'm like, ugh. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah, it's like the Zelo Beast stuff, and they're all a part of that. Uh... Yeah. So wizard, I'm sure oh, oh we it. just heard it. So wizard, Annie. Yeah, that's the line. So good. So good. So did everybody use that line after the movie, or was that something recent? No, I don't think anyone did, but I, I sort of, I feel like they were trying to get it going, and it just didn't yeah. catch. It just didn't so catch. So wizard. So <laughs> wizard. It's a six A. Yeah. I type uh, it all. I type it a fair bit, but I can never say it. Like, I'll, like on Twitter, I'll like, um, like the there's a podcast that I listened to today, the Sky Talkers one. They uh-huh. have last points on. And they were talking about Phantom Menace, and I retweeted it with "So Wizard." So I, I <laughs> but I could never say it. Like, yeah. 
Like if you told me something, I could never go. That's so wizard man. Right. It's a, it's yeah, a, I don't think that's something I have in my vocabulary right now. Wouldn't fly. Wouldn't fly. No. No. Oh, there's Ben Quadraneros. I like him. I don't know the, why. Uh, the whole pod race, like the setup and stuff, it is... Like you forget how crazy it is visually. Yeah. Like it's in this giant stadium and you've got this like wizard wearing goggles with feet for legs cheering in front of like... How many people? How many people you reckon they get down at this um, Bunta Eve Classic? Couple thousand, couple thousand, couple of thousand, uh, probably ten thousand. It's like the arena, dude. I was gonna say like eighty thousand. Oh, I don't know about that. Well, you think about the stadium and like how many people they fit into a Super Bowl. Okay, yeah, true. That I guess that would make sense. Yeah, I I actually don't like the pod race. Oh, really? No. This version of it is very long. That's I. They lose me. They've already lost me. But <laughs> I, it hasn't even started yet. But <laughs> were you always that way? Yeah, I never liked it. No. I just remember it always like as like the the midway point. I'm like, what is this movie gonna end with it being over? Like, I, I because. Didn't know. Like when you were young, this is what the pod race was made for you, Corey. Young Corey. I know, it's interesting, right? But All right, this that's unnecessary. That the is that an Aopi? Yeah. yeah, farting. Yeah. No buys. No mm-hmm. buys. No. And that's what I don't understand. Like when Lucas was writing this, right? Mm-hmm. He had to write the the cow looking thing farts in Jar Jar's face. I <laughs> like like <laughs> Wow. No, what about... So George Lucas, he writes it like on a notepad, right? Yeah. On the yellow pad. Then what about the assistant that has to type it into the like, exactly. computer? Exactly. The people that have to like visually see all that and, and, and be like... no one Did like no one call him on that? Be like, what? Where's the documentary like with all the green wireframe CGI things with the guy that had to animate... Or the girl that had to animate the IOP farting. Like, where's where's that little documentary on the Phantom Menace DVD? I love that reaction. I would oh love my to god! That. Yeah. So even when you were little, you weren't into the pod race. No. No, it was too much. It was too. I that's too long. I remember being in the cinema and when they're going through the tunnels and stuff, just like, whoa, this is full on. Like, I, yeah. I don't know if maybe because they had a lot of similar stuff in movies like prior to me seeing it, so yeah, it was kind of yeah. it wasn't as crazy. Because at the time, it was just so you know groundbreaking and new. Yeah. It was just like oh, like this is like it felt like Star Tours. Yeah, like it was just that. Ah. Right. Was Jabba a big applause? I can't remember. I. I the, the, the Jar Jar cameo, eh. I didn't like that he was asleep. Like, oh, yeah, he ends up falling asleep. Because like, he's that. younger. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So shouldn't Some he be like spry and just like, hey, like you should be like sucking back Red Bulls. <laughs> yeah. We got the Bib Fortuna cameo from. Oh, um, I, I hate Bib Fortuna. Yeah. Matthew Wood one. That how he like tries to cock block Luke Skywalker getting into the palace. 
Yeah. Nah, no buys. You're a dick. <laughs> I, can't, I can't. These nails and his Yeah, everything about him. Oh. See, like, we're already, like, 25 minutes into the pod race. And, <laughs> <laughs> like... They haven't started yet. No. So for like, everyone uh, listening, they're, they're about to fire up their engines. We just had that classic shot of Anakin with his uh, goggles down, revving the... Uh, that was used on a lot of Pepsi merchandise. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Dude. That I remember. Like, like I love KFC, right? <laughs> yeah. And because the toys, I was like, so good. Each week, I have to go buy a two-piece feed, as they were called in Australia, because I have to get okay. the new toy. Yeah. Oh. It was, it, was, it was a great time. Great time. Yeah, the hype, I mean, around it must have been incredible. You know, they're uh, for Rise of Skywalker, they're doing Happy Meals. They're bringing that back. At McDonald's? Yeah. Really? Yep. So, have you seen that? I hope the toys are good. I'm very picky about the toys. Yeah. I mean, the, 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 yeah, the KFC and Taco Bell ones, th those were quality items. I, I have some of them. The best yeah. ones ever. Yeah, agreed. No, 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 no. You don't agree because I'm about to contradict. Okay. Uh, they, they were about 10 or 15 years ago. Yeah. They were Burger King. And they did the whole saga, six movies. Oh, the Revenge of the Sith stuff, yeah. And there was soft toys, and then there was like hard toys, and there was vehicles. Yeah, and, right. Oh, so I, I love they're, they're my favorites. I did like the Clone Wars ones that came out with the movie. Uh, are you talking about the ones where it was like a ship with a giant head stuck on top? I like the animated ones. The movie ones I didn't care for. Oh. But yeah, I like the animated ones. <laughs> the one, the Star Destroyer was just like a Clone Wars, a clone head stuck on top. Yeah. No buys. No good. A little weird. <laughs> Alright, so we're in the pod race. It's very exciting. We're about to... Thrilling. Head out to, um... Well, I can't remember what this was called. It was like the needle. Um, really? There was some, that in in this really early um, Star Wars video game, Rebel Assault. You, you had to fly Luke's T sixteen, was it the the ship he's got the little toy on? Okay, yeah, yeah. And you had to fly it through this needle thing, and I'm pretty sure in this they fly through it as some sort of Tatooine. Tuscan Raiders. That got a big cheer in the cinema. Oh, I bet. The Tuscan Raiders shooting. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> I remember growing up, there was one of my dad's friends loved NASCAR. And I remember I watched NASCAR once, and I was like, so not entertained. Because I was like, what's the point of watching cars go round and round and round. If I'm not in it, experiencing it, like, why do I care? That's like me with Probably. cooking shows. Oh, that too. If I don't get to eat it, then, like, what's... What's the point? Why, why do I want to get hungry for now? See, he just went through what Jar Jar was about to go through. Except he survived. Oh, there's the, the green R2. No, that's not... Well, whoa, that's R2. I like it that guy kits to ride. They just showed him. His best friend is in this, like, life or death race. <laughs> yeah. And he's not even watching it. He's just staring at, like, R2-D2 then. That yeah. Was... <laughs> oh, God. Here's this dude. He has to two more yeah. 
Was was this Padres scene lo this long in the theater? No, they made it longer for the Blu-ray. <laughs> There's like an extra lap. And I wow. think then we just saw an edit. I think R2-D2 just beat and C-3PO just said, what? There's two more laps. Which, gotcha. yeah. yeah. Too many laps. Just one did you, lap. Did you buy the pod racers and the pilots? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. 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 All that stuff. I bought everything. Like, That's what, yeah. Anything Hasbro, three and three, four. Oh, no, probably anything Hasbro I bought. Okay. Like, there was 12-inch dolls. Um, it was, it, it felt like it was your duty to buy it. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta support like, like, there was um, the, like, like the Darth Maul money box that like jiggled around and, and then you put the Qui-Gon and the uh, Obi-Wan clicked them to get you felt like yeah. like an obligation to the franchise to buy all that this stuff it was so after being starved for it for so long right and you and, 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 and then also to go through your childhood like because I was so young I didn't really get to appreciate it all. So then to like right. have it where it's like, I get to buy it all on the first day. I can, like, I've got money to do this and like money to waste. And, or, yeah. you know, not waste, but disposable income. That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, so it was just like, yeah, I'm getting everything. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It always annoyed me when mid pod race, how Anakin magnetizes the cord to come back onto the pod racer to make it go again. Yeah. I always thought he should have unknowingly used the force to grab it again. Oh, that would have been really cool. And it would be just a little, and and he could be like not even aware that he did it. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Well, do you know where they say he sees things before they happen and all that? That would have been a cool example of, of that right there. I love how they got, like, this. It's so much of an awful race that they've got people literally shooting at them. <laughs> and it's just, it's brutal. It is pretty uh, redneck. Yeah, oh yeah. Like at, at the NASCAR, they don't have like dudes up one end with like. No, they AK they survive. <laughs> it it would do wonders for the ratings though. It, it would. Dude, you'd have to like. Uh, who, who lives? Who dies in this race? I wish I could remember what that needle thing was called. It was Beggars Canyon, and I felt like yeah. there was like. Ah, oh, I can't remember what it was. Nah. Well, I'm wondering is. If it was the needle, did Solo drop like an Easter egg when Han says his friend Needles like did this one move? Ah, no, that's a call back to Needles was a guy in Back to the Future. Oh yeah, okay, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Now, we're mid pod racing. Anakin gets shot into like how high in the air does he go? Like right, he doesn't like jump out or flip out of it. Like how high do these pod racers? 
How high can they come up? <laughs> all all yeah. the shots of the aliens cheering, it looks so much like they're just filming 20 people and Rick McCullum's there yelling, everyone cheer. Yeah. But the cheering is so cartoony, overly done. It's, yeah. And then, of course, you got some of the, the sort of weird, like, 90s outfits. Hey, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I like seeing that Nikto there a couple of minutes ago. Kind of there booing. Was, there was an issue Tim. He was up in it. Ish, dude, I forgot about him. Yeah. Oh, see, what's that? The Volvo needs to crash. I... Now, this is interesting. I don't know if you noticed, Corey, because we're sort of talking to each other, so it's a little hard, but the pod race didn't have music till just then. Seriously? Yeah. There was no music for the pod race. For the first lap. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Well, it's intense now. Because when it kicks in, because when he's in danger, it, 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 it adds to the tension. It's, it most certainly. This is probably the best part of it, I think. Where he's kind of freaking out. Yeah. See, I feel like Jake Lloyd sort of sold that, but he was not happy about it. Well, he's, like, he's pulling this grimaced face, but I've never... Um... Like, like his acting during this never took me out of it. No, yeah. Like, not at all. Like, he's just sort of, like, he's not speaking or anything, but good facials. Oh, yeah. I, I Like, I'm trying to think what I did at eight years old. Like, he looks more realistic driving the pod race, the pod racer, than Qui-Gon, Padme, and Shmi just did winning at the <laughs> iPad. <laughs> they look so fake. They do. They're like, so, they don't even want to be there. So Jake Lloyd is out acting an Oscar winner in this scene. I Natalie have. Portman's won an Oscar. <laughs> she doesn't even look like she's like really. She looks like she's looking under the iPad, not actually at it. I, I always thought it was yeah. I always thought it was weird that for half the race, Qui Gon is like holding on to Padme's arm. I'm just like, are you gonna push her? Like, what are you doing? What, what are you doing? Oh, yeah, it's But he, of course, he lives. <laughs> that scream. What about in just here, right? Just then, in a new yeah. edit, a, another bit of metal comes and just like shivs him right through the skull. <laughs> Like real Mortal Kombat, itchy and like, scratchy style. Like you just see clean off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll do that when they put the uh, one through nine box set out. All right. So now Anakin's <laughs> won the race and all these yeah. like very cliched aliens uh, are, are partying in a, such an odd way. Yeah. It's like they're not they're there, but they're not. And there's Willow. He's uh, annoyed. Yep. See, why does Bib Fortuna have to wake up? Yeah. Do you know who Bib Fortuna is in that? Yeah, Matthew Wood. Okay, fine. Yeah. You know your Star Wars, Corey. I Only because was... I just watched the <laughs> panel or else I wouldn't have. Ah, okay. Yeah. Damn it. Damn it. Oh, man. The Greedo little guy, that's Warwick Davis, right? Yeah. Okay. So now... Yeah. um. I love this shot of the stadium 
with all the people like they're walking on the course yeah because in the football in australia they um afterwards i don't know if they still do it but you used to be able to like go on the field and kick the football uh-huh. So it actually looks very realistic to Australian football where as the crowd's dissipating, like there's tons of people on the course. It's, yeah. It just brings back memories, Corey, which is what Star Wars is all about. It is. It's all about reconnecting with your childhood and whatnot. And that's what they did for you. And Phantom Menace has succeeded. Oh, man, those, what do you think about the Yopis? I, I can't like... stand them because of the farting. Yeah. They're just ugly. Look at their little hair. It's like it's like what a cat that's skinned. I just look at their ass. It's all I can focus on. Yeah, oh, I'm yeah. just waiting for the next fart. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I wish. But, um, oh, yeah. That that Qui Gon on EOP. That was a very hard figure to get. Was it? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was because it was it was right at the end of the line, and not all countries got it. Oh. And I remember it was like maybe like 150 bucks at one time, like during wow, damn. Phantom Menace Fever. Yeah. 150. Did you hear that? Yeah, so I never understood why Qui Gon couldn't just take her with him. Oh, because apparently they've got explosives inside them. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's diabolical. Which was. Like back then, it was something like that people theorized that, you know, that Anakin would go back and free the slaves or that the explosive would play into it somehow or he'd take it out in a scene or. But. Doesn't exist. So, like, Anakin had to get it removed or he just always or, had it with him, you think? Yeah, or removed or deactivated or something. What if it, like, deactivated in him and it messed him up mentally? And that's why he is the way he is. Don't try to make excuses, Corey. <laughs> you know, like in the Clone Wars episode, that one clone, he goes off and kills the Jedi. Oh, my chip. God. Yeah. Like, maybe I should start defending Anakin. I'm sure that'll go well on Twitter. And now it hits a little Anakin. Yeah. He's a brave kid for leaving his mom at eight. Hmm. It's so weird. Harrison has got like white blonde hair mm-hmm. and not much of it and he's got this little button nose yeah like I I feel like he's going to grow into Jake Lloyd at 8 years old <laughs> like he's got blue eyes he's like yeah. he looks exactly like Jake Lloyd hey man maybe maybe that's the prophecy for you the <laughs> Anakin Skywalker and he grows up to look like Hayden Christensen it's pretty crazy. It's like an hour and 20 minutes and they're still on Tatooine. Yeah, I'm surprised the pod race is over. Like, <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of mind-blowing. I feel like it didn't go for as long with us talking through it. Yeah, I agree. Talking through it definitely helps. I think watching it, my mind will like totally go somewhere else. But no, this was, this, this was good. Yeah. So... Yeah, 3PO staying with him or staying there is interesting. I guess yeah. there's no point in bringing him, really. Well, why would you bring him? Yeah, I like that that shot. 
Where you see him looking at Anakin? Ah, yeah, through his eyes, yeah. Through his eyes, yeah. First person weird. point of view. It is. I don't think they've ever done shots like that in any of the other films other than that. Oh, no, what about in Atta- in um, Revenge of the Sith when they Anik- when the Darth Vader's mask comes on? Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, this is, this is one of the moments. This is one of the great Star Wars moments for me. For sure. Anakin saying bye to Shmi. Yeah, you got that music in the background. Oh, my God. It's perfect. It's going to turn it up for a little. Yes. Perfect. Yeah. That's so depressing. And then the music. That's yeah. what does you in. Sucks, because it's like, oh, yeah, the next time he sees her. Uh, it's going to suck. Like, I couldn't imagine Harrison at age eight saying goodbye to his mom. Yeah. Like... And then her kind of, she's staying strong throughout all of it too. Like I, I'd be like, you, you're not taking my kid. Well, I guess, well, she wants him to have a better life. So yeah, but what a sacrifice. Sense. That's yeah. Like to not be around your son anymore. You're also kind of sending your son out to war technically. Well, she hasn't, there's no war yet. Oh, uh, right. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, he's just got like a sweet scholarship. <laughs> yeah. But that the way the music swells and that mm-hmm. shot of her like hugging herself. Oh my Perfect. god. That was great. It, it reminds me, um I have to do this thing for Star Wars Explained. They want me to talk about my favorite moment. And I'm yeah. I'm gonna go with that one. It uh it reminded me of the first time I rode my bike to school. Uh-huh. And like I got mum watched me for the whole street. I was in primary school. Okay. And then by the, I got to the end of the street and I just got real scared. Yeah. And I just did a circle on the street, like to look back at her. Yeah. And I kept going and I was like, I remember I had tears in my eyes. For some reason, I was so scared to go. Dang. But uh, so that's, it always reminds me of this. But now I've got, I've got yeah. Darth Maul. I've got a man up. Darth Maul <laughs> fighting Qui Gon. This is what it's about. It's not about one lightsaber. Sad stories when you're a little kid, it's about lightsaber fights. <laughs> This is a, this is a very underrated battle too, I think, because uh, I just like how Maul's just doing the one saber and on Tatooine. Yeah, he's saving it for later. It's crazy to imagine that the next time Maul's on Tatooine, it's a three-second fight. Hey, yeah. But yeah, that's. So what the Sith have been extinct for a long time at this point, so it's a big shocker. I always love the Qui-Gon slump as the scene starts. Yeah. Like, it's so ragingly fake. <laughs> yeah. Like, you, you just don't buy that he just jumped up. It was just like, they went, all right, action, fall. Like, yeah. you can almost hear <laughs> the, 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 the direction. You should got... put that in edit. You just hear the clapping board. Yes. <laughs> Anakin Skywalker. Obi-Wan. Meet Ben Kenobi. A great yeah. moment in the trailer great moment in the trailer yes i how do you feel about it in the movie i love it yeah i um but i remember in the trailer when that happened you were just like oh my god they met like right like it was so fan servicey but like you didn't even know about fan service then right like like it wasn't like it's fan service is such a, like a cynical concept 
Like, because, like, back then, it's like, yeah, of course you're going to give me what I want. Right. That's why I'm going to the film. Like, yeah, yeah. Look at those feet. I never really look at Jar Jar's feet. They're disgusting. Yeah. It's good, like a mutated Ninja Turtle. That doesn't make much sense. Yeah, so there's little Bibble with his typical depressing attitude. <laughs> well, he's. I mean, I guess it he, is. His planet timing. has been captured. Like, <laughs> that's the thing. He's a bummer, but he's he's generally right most of the time, which is kind of annoying. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, this whole thing with Anakin and Padme at this age always weirded me out. This guy, it's because I was like, man, Padme, like, how old is she supposed to be 14, right? I think so, yeah. That was like six years, I guess. That's not that weird. I mean, at this point, it's weird, but Attack of the Clones is not. Yeah, it's like, it's weird when you meet this young. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, later in life, but when you, like, set that, you know, one of them's a kid, one of them's a teenager. Right, like, I met you when you were a toddler. Yeah, like it's just like, a teen. just based on that alone, it's like, it's sorry, bad luck, but that rules you out. If you yeah. had that later on, it'd be fine. Society would smile upon it. <laughs> but it's weird that George Lucas based both trilogies around very questionable, like you had like the, the brother-sister thing in the original trilogy that, and then you've got this eight-year-old to 14-year-old. So he's, yeah. really, he's really testing the waters little, in relationships. It's a little strange. He's, he's changing it up a bit. Alright, so we're entering Coruscant now Coruscant. in the Royal uh, yes. Starship. Yeah. And getting to see Coruscant, as Rick Ollie points out, the entire city, the entire planet's a city. Very yeah. amazing. Yep. But, um, after, because we got a glimpse of this in Star Wars Special Edition in Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi Special Edition. Yeah. You know, during the celebration, they show a tiny glimpse of Coruscant. It's the first time you ever saw it. It got talked about in Timothy Zahn's books heaps. He named it. But to get that first glimpse of this city that you'd read about in books was yeah. like, oh my God. Pretty mind-blowing, I'd bet. Oh, yeah. I think Coruscant's probably my favorite planet. I just love the, the way they designed it and the, the idea that it's like a modern city. Mm. I thought it was always very cool. May I present Supreme Chancellor Valora? Did you know that uh that uh Palatine was Sidious at this point? Oh, I did, yeah. Wasn't there theories that he was like a clone and stuff? Yeah, but that was sort of like pretty tinfoil hat at the time. Oh, okay. Like that sort of like You know, like Snoke is Palpatine like um you know, reborn or whatever. And as if Palpatine would ever come back. Like, that's silly. Yeah, why would that happen? <laughs> I like how Anakin could hear them from all the way over there. Like, I, that, if anything bothers me about the movie, that's that's the one part. I, I always see that. I'm like, how did you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> like, you're in a city outside. It's probably windy. There's cars going on. How did you hear that? <laughs> Jar Jar's lying here. Pretty hot, too. <laughs> That's not creepy. It's so weird seeing um, 
Chancellor of Valorum because I just think he's like uh, Terrence Stamp is Zod in Superman 2 and uh -huh. Superman 1 so it's just like don't you guys know like he's the bad man of Krypton right <laughs> uh, the red room is this the same room that we see in Revenge of the Sith and everything I don't it doesn't think seem so. like it no no because this For is this is Palpatine's quarters Right. And so I imagine by Revenge of the Sith, he's, you know, he's in a better quarters. Yeah. So this is back to Natalie Portman. Didn't they make like every Queen Amidala figure when the, when the movie came out? Like every outfit and like 12 inch doll line or something? Oh, they made a fair few. They made a fair yeah. few. I do remember that. Charger in the background. Like, could they not like see the queen's face and sort of maybe think maybe it looks a little bit like Padme? Like, I mean, no, but that is Padme, right? Like, I'd look at her and I'd be like, yeah, you get some makeup on. <laughs> that I think that's a deleted scene. Is it? Like, how long do you have to, like, go on that outfit, switch on and switch off so quick? Like, I feel like that's going to take a number of showers just to get all that off. You know what I'm saying? Like, Very elaborate. Very elaborate. Yeah. But what do I know? Oh, here we well, go. Well, they say in, you know, like, she had to do all these hours in makeup. Yeah. Like, so that's how she'd have to do it in the Star Wars universe as well. Unless they've got, like, some makeup gun... Right. Like that, like Homer Simpson tried to invent, and it just like. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, so the scene must have been mind blowing. It must have been crazy to see all these Jedi. Oh my God. Mace Windu. Yeah. Of course, now this is a new Yoda. You know, if you, yeah, you know yeah, the Bokko Yoda. Yoda. One. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love Yaddle just sitting there. I like Yaddle. What? It's just the weirdest. Inclusion. <laughs> Yarl Poof back there, moving his neck. <coughs> I um. Sometimes stuff comes out that I wish I was still collecting, and when they did that Jedi Council set where you get three, oh that was cool, and you yeah. click them all together, it would make a circle. Yeah, that's a good toy. That's that a good is toy. very good. Yeah. <coughs> Like, why does Euro Poof's neck keep moving? See that? It, just, it keeps going. It's so good. Yeah. I want to see him eat. <laughs> like, can you watch yeah. it? Can... Yeah, I don't know. He has to have a particular diet for that neck. Do you think um, Yaddle Proof with his long neck does, like, his party trick is, like, he'll swallow, like, a Mickey Mouse head. So, like, the Disney logo is in the middle of his head? Or... <laughs> I think he's the type who could like swallow a sword. And could cool. do it pretty easily. I, I can't. That is the worst trick. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty gross. It just makes me dry reach. Yep. Right. So, but Padme really is there. It's like, what's that accent? Yeah. Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> 
I'm not gonna. <laughs> yeah. This is so unrealistic. Because in the background, there's like a statue of a naked girl. Yeah. How does like an eight-year-old kid not just be staring at that? Like. I think because his chip got malfunctioned, so it's like he's <laughs> mentally not there. <laughs> All right, here we go. Oh, yeah, this is it. Bit of politics. Now, yeah. Corey, well, I, I was... I, I, I posted this video this week of George Lucas talking about how Star Wars is for children and some people don't accept that and they want it to be like the Terminator and stuff. Right. And... It got, I think the video got like 20,000 views. Good views, buddy. That's, yes, you got the views. Um, but what some people argued was like, oh, trade negotiations and tariffs. Like, it's, that's not really, that's not for kids. Yeah. But I would argue that, like, it's a council meeting, but in a giant chamber with like a thousand aliens on floating discs. Yeah, and I'll also say that there is legal stuff involved even in, like, Marvel movies. Like, Civil War was very based off of a political agenda, and kids can still watch that. Yeah, but, like, when, like, Tarkin in Star Wars said, the Imperial Senate's been, dis you know, disbanded or whatever. Like, yeah. Like, when I was a kid, I had no idea what they were talking about, but it sounded sure. legit. Right. Yeah, you just, you just knew it was something that made sense. But, yeah, like, it was sort of like, a bit adult for me so i was like oh that that checks out then yeah like because that sounds I, really mature i will say that this is a little extended for what it needs to be but i also think that it's not it's like two minutes all right it's a little more understanding of the pod race for me <laughs> and there's the et's in here right is this the movie the et's are in yeah i don't think the et's are in this scene though Oh, okay. I think it's um, the ETs are in the scene when they actually vote. Gotcha. That's oh, no, always... this is... Oh, maybe it is this scene, actually. Yeah, I think so. Look at him. Yeah, he just... See, this is the thing about the prequel trilogy. The whole plot of um, how Pal Palpatine rose to power is so good. It is. There's the ETs. There you go, buddy. Yep, yep. Awesome. Um, like, the fact that George Lucas came up with Palpatine's plot, or Sidious's plot, like, it's, like in universe, the plot's good, and then from a writing perspective, I feel like the plot's good. Genius, yeah. It's, I love the calculatingness of, of Sidious throughout it. So... I like that Obi-Wan's kind of telling Qui-Gon off here. He's like, look, man, there's reasons you're not on this council and all that. Oh, no. Every... He doesn't want to be on the council. He just wants to be a Jedi. Yeah. How good's um, Coruscant at sunset? Oh, that's awesome. So I have um, read theories. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of theories about the visual artistry of uh, the prequels. And um, sometimes I, I don't know whether it's like intended or it's people, you know, adding their own depth to it. But it's sunsetting. 
So a darkness yeah. is about to come in. This is signifying the darkness of the dark side in Anakin Skywalker. Oh, I like that. Mm, I like that. That's very deep. See how the sun's setting? Yes. All right. All right. Look at all these theories you got today. Like, it's all solid. <laughs> I need to come up with something. That Yoda quote of fear leads to anger, anger leads to hate, hate leads to suffering. Yeah. It, it just boggles my mind that people that are so against the the Last Jedi or whatever that love the prequels, that that's like one of the most famous quotes from the prequels, yeah. and it just doesn't resonate with them at all. Like, yep, it's I I love that quote. It's so good, yeah. and it's one of the trailer quotes, so it's quite iconic. Right. It makes sense. See, this scene with Jar Jar and the Queen, it's great. Yeah, it's it's he's not going crazy. He's actually having a basic conversation. That's that's one. I, I'd say that's his best scene. Yeah, yeah. Like, I would agree. And then that sets the rest of the movie in motion. Like that's like her saying, him saying that Gungans won't go down with fight, and we've got a mighty army. That's a defining that that lodges in a that lodges. Yeah. So, wasn't Panaka supposed to go on to doing the rest of the films or something, but they said, I forget what the reasoning was, but he's like, he didn't want to be killed off. No, he wanted to read the script, and I think he wanted more money. Oh, so they're like Typho. And then, uh, yeah, they got Jay Lugaya, who's uh, New Zealand born. Yeah. I think. He's definitely Maori, so he's he's, yeah. he's like families from New Zealand, and uh, but he lives in Australia. And uh, I used to always say he was my nemesis because he'd get to host all these really good Star Wars things. Yeah. So like when Harrison Ford came out for this big interview at the Sydney Opera House, he got to interview him, and I was trying to get that job. So uh -huh. I've always been like Jango Gaia. Oh, that's crazy, dude! Mm. You got a personal connection there. Oh, he doesn't know I exist, but uh, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> <laughs> you know I can make things happen. <laughs> uh, I love Coruscant at night too. See, it's nighttime now. I see your th yes. It's not my theory. I just read it on the internet, buddy. Oh, I buy into it. I just read it on the internet. It's like the one time the council's right about something. It's like the question now is, is he really the chosen one? Because now we've got the Rise of Skywalker with Palpatine assuming he's coming back. Like, I always think I, I don't accept anyone else as the chosen one. I feel okay. like that. I feel like that story's solved. Yeah. Like he was prophesized to bring balance to the force, but to do that, he had to go bad. Like, John, you know I mean, they, the, the prophecy didn't say how he was going to do it. But by the end of the Return of the Jedi, I feel like he brought balance to the Force. But then other stuff happens. Yeah. Like the prophecy didn't say, and then after that, the Force is solved. Right. There exactly. was balance for 20 years. Yeah. And then in Star Wars Episode Seven, the Force awakened. Yeah. After the balance. I like that. I like that. <laughs> I like that. 
keeps coming. Oh, Whoa, Kiari Moody looks kind of weird here. Man, that's, that's Horse Burkhardt's favorite. I know. <laughs> See, Mace Windu saying this is it what we need to unravel the mystery of the Sith. That was, was such an intriguing line. What is the mystery right. of the Sith? Right, right. Like, we never even got it unraveled. No. I don't think we, we barely know anything about the Sith, oh. canon-wise. How good's the starship look at night, though? Sick. I love the uh, the chrome shininess of it. And do you know the um, the silly additional information that apparently... I'm saying it's silly because I don't like it. It's a bit too much for me. But the mm -hmm. ship, a part of the ship melted down is Captain Phasma's armor. Yeah, that's in the, the comics. Not a so fan. Weird. Yeah, it's a little dumb. I remember, well, in the comic, uh, the Vader comic... I don't know if you read it. Palpatine presents it to Vader as like a gift. Ah, oh, yeah. What a yeah. deep gift. And then Vader crushes it. <laughs> <laughs> He's just... Yeah. <laughs> what a prick, though. Right? It's like, here's your dead wife's ship. Oh, my God. I think that's what he was trying to do. He was trying to rally him up. Like, I throw him down a shaft, too. Dude, like... All right. So we've got... um. Qui-Gon explaining midi-chlorians to Anakin. And, and again, I, Jake Lloyd's doing a ripper job acting through this. Yeah. He's just talking about the thing that so many fans hate. And so they take it out on him. Right. I I don't think I even thought what midi-chlorians were when I was seeing it. I was just like, okay. Just accepted yeah. it. Yeah, like, all right. Yeah, well, having grown up with Star Wars a bit longer, it was quite jarring. It was like, yeah. What? Like, I always like the Force when it's not explained. I want, like, like even that um, the, like the Mortis arc. Yeah. Not a big fan, Corey. Really? We're gonna go back and we'll watch it. We'll do a rewatch. But um, yeah. The first time I like people love it. Like, how much people love it makes me seem like I hate it. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed it. I like. I want all the Force stuff to be not seen. Like, I don't want okay. to see where the Force ghosts go after they disappear. Right. Like, I don't want to see where Yoda and Anakin and Obi-Wan were hanging out. Well, I guess that's a good, like, look at what real life is, right? You know, like, you don't know. So it's... Exactly. That's It's cool to mirror that. Now, I love this uh, Darth Sidious hologram that's on the little hologram spider. That's That's a dope move. Yes, it is. There was a figure of that, actually. Yes, they they re-released them again a couple of years back. And those two control the pit. Who are this? Ah, uh, look at this, Mary Sue. Rick Ollie, more explanation. <laughs> yeah. That that's a joke to the audience. I should emphasize that. <laughs> I don't want to deal with that. <laughs> well, I always, you know, that whole Mary Sue thing. Yeah. Whatever. Like, yeah. you can make it so people think that or not. Like, you can make, you can say it's a thing or it's not. But I think that if you think Ray's a Mary Sue, like, Luke and Anakin, by definition, are as well. Yeah. Thousand percent. Definitely Luke. Because oh, yeah. Luke, Luke takes the cake. The whole definition of the original meaning of a Mary Sue was. Um, someone putting themselves into a story right and everyone likes them and all that and it's like it's Luke 
and it's written by George Lucas. <laughs> and his, yep. his dad in the film's got this boring business that he wants him to stay in town to run. And George Lucas's dad run a stationery store or something right. and wanted him to run. Like, it's... Like, come on. Yeah. So, at this point in the movie, when you first saw it, where were you at with the movie? Did you love it? I think I was pretty intrigued. I was pretty into it. Yeah. But this scene here with uh, Qui-Gon and Anakin, or Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan sort of, like, resolving their differences, that reeks of Qui-Gon dying. Well, did you get spoiled on his death? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. The CD, huh? And also, there's... um, She's now not a friend of mine, but a, an acquaintance. Okay. We're friendly when we, see, when we see each other. But there's this celebrity reporter in Australia called Angela Bishop. Okay. And, like, she has been... She just celebrated a big anniversary... Maybe like t- 30 years or 40 years or something in interviewing show business people, Tom Cruise and all that, right? Mm-hmm. And when The Phantom Menace came out, she hosted a one-hour special, like on a Saturday night, which they used to always do for Star Wars films. Like, they'd show the junket, like before yeah. the YouTube junket, like, they would show it on TV. Right. It was her interviewing everyone and stuff. And she said to Liam Neeson... Now, we know Qui-Gon dies in the film, but might we see you around Australia to film the second one? And it aired on television before the film came out. Whoa. And so, we've worked together on TV in Australia since. (laughs) And we're on, like, this morning panel show, Studio 10, that I do stuff for. Yeah. And during the ad break, it was the first time we ever met. Right, and she's there to give like the celebrity news, and I during the ad break I go to her, hey, so I'm a big Star Wars fan, and she just groans because she knows exactly what I'm about to say. (laughs) And she's been so nice, and she like when I interviewed Harrison Ford, like she tweeted it out and said this is so cool, and like so she's the sweetest, but she always avoided coming on the podcast to talk about it. She just didn't like she said. It gets brought up to me like once a week. Like that's awesome. Australia has not forgiven. So she didn't continue that trend with like Harrison Ford. Like so, when Han dies, no. Well, they we didn't know then because uh, they did it the other way around. But she did interview Harrison Ford. She did a good interview with her. But okay, so here's the reveal. Yep. Um, everyone kneeling. Charge are figuring out how. I notice R two D two does not budge. He does not, no. He's like, F you, Gungans. Yeah. He <laughs> doesn't retract the third leg or anything. He's yeah, just like... he could have, like, tipped down a little bit. Or he could have just fallen over. Like, they could pick him back up. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, this bit I love, where you just, like, they're all teaming up. Like, it's, yeah. it's such a visceral, like, yes, let's do right. this. I'm not, I have not noticed the 90s CGI until you mentioned it, now I can't unsee it. (laughs) (laughs) And the noise of the Gungans remind me of the cheering of the Ewoks. So that fills me with like, you know, it's all poetry, it's all connected. Yeah. You know, Star Wars ring theory, all that good stuff. Right. It's too aggressive. 
Oh, I love every time Sidious is on the hologram. Maul just barely talks. What did you think? Um, did you think Maul was going to have like a bigger involvement? I thought he'd be in it about that amount, but I was shocked yeah. that he died. Gotcha. Because I sort of thought, and I guess a lot of people thought, that he was going to Darth Vader his way through each film. Right. Like he would be the villain, you know, with the Emperor through each film. So, yeah, it was... Uh, yeah, because they didn't release like a split in half Darth Maul until later on. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Did you, you wish he was like the main villain throughout? I don't wish. It's just a curious concept. Yeah. Could be interesting. It would have made those Clone Wars episodes make a lot more sense. It would. Then we wouldn't get crazy more. Oh, actually, I changed my answer. Consi like on 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 the film by its own, like I didn't mind that he. Like I thought it was cool the way he died and stuff. Yeah. But because I dislike him coming back from the dead so much in the Clone Wars. Yeah. Okay. I wish, like, if George Lucas wanted to keep using him, don't kill him. Oh, so you didn't like his revival in Clone Wars? No. Okay. Once he was back, I liked him. I just yeah. didn't like the fact that he came back from the, the dead. The concept of it, gotcha. Yeah. Right, but, like, if I just ignored that he died in The Phantom Menace... Yeah, it's easy to... It's a sweet, it's a sweet character. Like. Right. He's so different from a movie, too, that it's, mm. it is a noticeable difference anyways in terms of the fact that he talks... So and he's an actual character. Yeah, so I just have to I just have to jump that. Yeah. Yeah. I like um how George Lucas has sort of put together a Return of the Jedi scenario with like three different battles. Wow. Like you got space battle, right. lightsaber battle, ground battle. Like Return of the Jedi. Yeah. But he's sort of made the object of it all sort of opposite that you've got to right. do the you've got to get the Death Star which you know the battle station whatever that is to turn off the droids on the ground like it's I like that it's similar but it, the concept of it's like all reversed so, right well done George Lucas thousand percent well Maul, Maul looks so tiny there in that shot beforehand next to New Gunray like, well, he looks Ray short. Park's not that tall no now, this is the opening scene with them the coming trailer, through the right? swamp of the trailer. Yeah. That's a cool shot. Such a cool shot. And this is just... I remember the first time seeing this of all the Gungans going across Naboo, just like, wow. Like, yeah. that, that's, that's is, very good. It is visually stunning. I remember people were... Uh, when Infinity War came out, they're like, this is <laughs> the original Infinity War. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now you see it on TV with Game of Thrones, like... But like, you've got to, got to remember the time and the place of seeing this. And every, like, this shield thing getting lit up. Like, that yeah. was a surprise in the film. And you're like, oh, my God. Like, how does it, like... How does it work? Yeah, like, it, you yeah. forget what you didn't know. Right. And, like, those with the tanks coming over the hill and those animals scurrying away, they look bad. Yeah. Yeah. I love the way the tanks float. I like the tanks. I like the, uh, the other. What were the other ones called? Like AAP or something? Yeah. Know. Oh, MTTs. 
I love the way, so the tanks now are firing on the force fields of the Gungans. And yeah. I love the way when the tanks shoot, they bounce back a little bit. Yeah. Like, that's, that's cool. such a good effect. I, I love this where, where Qui Gon tells him to hide. In a starfighter. In a starfighter. And I'm like, dude, what if they just blow up the starfighter? It's like, that's not a great place for him to really be. All the fuel and fumes around. <laughs> <laughs> People might be smoking. Yeah, I mean, he's drawing blood from him, taking it like. I kind of think he wants him to die. <laughs> I thought the battle was going to take place he looks so careless during the pod race, like. Kind of heads up. Oh my god, I've never seen the Nemoidians in the background. <laughs> no, hats on. Really? Now. I, I, I think my most disliked thing of the films uh, in is Anakin and Jar Jar during this battle. Yeah. It's like them just not taking it seriously enough. Nice. Agreed. What, what are you... Uh, Naboo Starfighter. Pretty good. I love it. I love the Naboo Starfighter. Yeah. I, I had, for a long period of my life, a... Uh, like one of those giant ones in my bedroom. Oh, the ones that had like a Toys R Us and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, then God. there's the, um, we just had the uh, Willem Scream by. Uh huh, uh, first one. But yeah, I loved. Um, that was Anakin. The way the Naboo Starfighters, like the cockpit came over, like the old sort of like, you know, like um, 40s sort of spaceship looking. Yeah, it's an awesome design. And it's hard to combat the X-Wing. Right. But this this definitely... But it almost looks like an X-Wing going backwards in the silhouette. Right. I, I think it is supposed to mirror it a little bit. Ring theory. Exactly. Yeah, I love those shields. Those are so cool. I like um, the way... the. The Trade Federation, the Battle Droid Army comes out is so OCD. Uh huh. Like they've just got this real precise this way of like way this of all folds out. out. We're all crouched yeah. up. We all get up yeah. at the same time. Have you seen the Hasbro toy? That's amazing. Yeah. Yep. Like they have um. I remember I had the Hasbro toy. It came out a couple years ago, and you could clip them all on, and they just all came out together. How many did it hold? Twenty. Oof. Yeah, it was pretty intense. Oh my god, seeing those blue Gungan balls, that brings <laughs> back memories. Because that you could buy those can the catapults. Really? Yeah, and that was the weapon. Oh wow. Oh my god. Oh, that's cool. The way they unfold in that, it's pretty sick. It is sick. And it it's all in unison too. It looks like they're all doing yoga. <laughs> but it, it to their credit, it's all in unison, but not perfectly. Right. Like, the heads come up at, like, just slightly different times. Yeah. I, I, so, I, I don't know how they build all this programming to do this. How could they get this. through? How could they get through this? That's what I'm wondering. Because I think it, it stops energy coming through, but not items. Not, oh, okay. So, like, because their blasters, it isn't anything, it's energy. Right. But then the metal doesn't get through. Oh, uh, yeah. No, no. Joke. It's the other way around. Yeah. But this does seem very... Um, not a good... No, like, tactically, not that good. Just them yeah. just walking. Just like... Da -da 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 -da. Yeah, exactly. 
See, what do you mean, stay where you are? But he didn't know it was going to take off. <sighs> or did he? <laughs> Alright, that's my theory for this one. Qui-Gon's really the villain. Alright, this is magic. Yeah, we'll it's... Yep. We'll take the long way. Oh, we'll handle this. We'll take the long way. <laughs> that's quite a Mace Windu line. We'll handle yeah. this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, take the robe off. And you got the droidicas going on there. Now, imagine if that held back the double-length lightsaber until this scene. No advertising, oh, no dude. merchandise. Yeah, people would be freaking out, I bet. This. Yeah. I remember that was watching the first it trailer, the, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. and just like... Ah! Like, because like, <laughs> you never even conceived of it. It's just those toys, man. That'd be a seller. And I, the, the week that it came out, the... Um, or actually, the weeks preceding, the... Uh, any Darth Maul merchandise was super hard to get. Yeah, I believe it. Like the lightsaber, like the Hasbro lightsaber. Yeah. Impossible. And it was just when like eBay was like becoming into Sorry, prominence. Matt. Right. So you'd hear stories of like they're selling on eBay for $2,000. Wow. They probably weren't, but. Yeah, but some, yeah, yeah. But I imagine probably a couple hundred. I remember hearing that the figure was really hard to find too. They're like a bunch of versions of him. I, um, they had a midnight release at Toys R Us, uh -huh. and so I think I might have driven half an hour by myself to go to Toys R Us at midnight, and I knew no one there. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I got a few figures, but it was so, um, full on. Because like you didn't know exactly what figures were coming out, right? Like like now you'd have your checklist and you would have looked at the pictures and stuff. Sure. But I remember just like going, "Oh my god!" It was like, it was, yeah, you didn't know. Yeah, it was it was full. This lightsaber fight, dude, it's one of the best. It's just it's got the music and the tone of it and everything. It, it is amazing. I I just find the setting not realistic. Oh, really? Like, I don't find the background tactile because it's so green screen. Right. Like, in Cloud City, when they're fighting, it seems like they're really there. Right. Or on the Death Star. This, it just doesn't have that, like, like when they're fighting Return of the Jedi in the throne room, they're there. Right. But that, to me, just doesn't. It just seems like they're in a green room with, like, sweet effects. Right. That's what I love about the beginning documentary that you get to see all that. Yeah, like, yeah. Where they were, what they were doing. It, it sort of has taken me out of the movie. Like, yeah, see, right. Seeing that documentary, yeah. The um. Yeah, Jaja. Yeah. Like one of these mistakes to get through. That's fine. But he trips over and wins the day too many times. I, I would have loved if he shot a Gungan on accident. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I also uh, wish um, oh, there was John Knoll. John Knoll, yep. As a pilot in the uh, Naboo army. Naboo. That really was like 26 frames, like you said. Yeah. Um, but I always wish that Anakin did all this on purpose. Right. Like it just kicked in this natural thing of like he knew how to blow it up. Like, yeah. 
because he can see things before they happen, so... And he's like a mechanical wizard and stuff, so the whole right. whoopsie... That was always just like... Oh. He has no fear. Nothing freaks him out. He's just in this thing, like... Oh, dude. See, that's a bad one. It's it's just epic now with Kylo doing that, that trick. It's like, ah. Oh, there that's awesome. But him, they just, like... Just leave it out. Yeah. But, you know. I love how the dude just shot the the window like 50 times to get us a break. As a bogan from Rosebud in Australia, a bogan's like a redneck. Okay. I, I, I appreciate the glass smashing. Like, just like, <laughs> hell yeah. Shoot the glass. Loving it. <laughs> yeah, I The do hook love thing how... is so goofy. It's like, it is. it's 1966 Batman. It is. I'm zooming up. They don't, they don't shoot them at all through the window. But I love, um, I like Padme's way of using the, the decoy to yeah. trick the, the, uh, what are they called again? Nemoidians. Nemoidians, yeah. I've always loved, like, that, uh, outfit that Padme has on. That's a good one. Look at that punch. I always found punching in Star Wars so weird. Like, I remember when I watched Return of the Jedi for the first time and Han punched the scout trooper. I'm like, what? It's because the action figures don't look like they should punch each other. Right? But, like, what's when I was little, there was He-Man figures as well. Yeah. And they're, like, designed to look like they're going to punch. Right. But, like, I always... I remember being a little kid and it was... It did feel weird because they're rigid arms. Punching shouldn't be in Star Wars. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, especially the scout trooper. God, there's some good moves in this. Oh yeah, come on, Obi Wan, do the freaking flash run. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope, won't do it this time. I like. Um, this is a great concept for a scene with the force. Like, like who knows yeah. what these force fields do? You right. know, you can make up, and they have made up something that it, it's power surges or something like that. But yeah. Um. It's an epic scenario, like, that Obi-Wan can see what's going on. Right. And see, this is classic George Lucas, end of Return of the Jedi. Um, you know, the shield's up, uh, they've been tricked, the Imperials have captured the Rebels. Yeah. Everything seems like it's the worst thing ever. And this is the same, sort of, like, everything is... It seems like it's doomed and everything, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. We're going to get to our lowest low. Ah, right, Jar Jar opening up the balls. <laughs> the other thing about the CGI wagons that the Gungans have is because they're CGI, they look so much like the Hasbro toys. Yes. Like, the Hasbro toys of the uh, Trade Federation tanks and all these Gungan, and even that, that what was it called, the Zomba or the Wampa or the, the Wampa? That big wizard that holds the shield. Oh, I don't know. But the Hasbro toys are such good representations of them. Oh, for sure. Like one all of the, this, some of the best. All this late 90s CGI translated into plastic toys so well. Yeah, I feel like, like they knew that was I, I think that big wizard Boomba. 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 Yeah, Boomba. The Boomba. They made yeah, an awesome yeah. toy of that. 
And it was big, right? It had no articulation. Not right. one point of articulation. But it was massive. But it was like an Adat-sized wizard that, like, yeah. a Gungan. They yeah, dude, they went all out for the toys. They didn't bring that out in Australia, and I had to import it. Oh, yeah, did you have to pay, like, a premium? Oh, yeah, but I didn't care, man, to get that. <laughs> Hey, look, everything's everyone's captured. Everything's doomed. It's the worst thing ever, man. Yep. See, I love this end. This end stuff is perfect. Like it's, it feels like a like a Star Wars movie. Yeah, it's great. I like that. It doesn't crash. Ah, and see, here's how the pod race comes into play. Oh, can pilot. There it is. See, that's when he should say, "Now this is pod racing." Right? Because it's like almost the exact same scenario. Yeah. Oops, this is not good. I do like the stare down between Maul and Qui-Gon. Like, it's just fueling his anger seeing him just sit there. The editing in these scenes so good. Uh-huh. Agreed. I, yeah. Speed run! Speed run, everyone! Like, where is it? Dude, what's this normal run? Ah. This is how he gets Qui-Gon out of the picture. You didn't really want it. No, he did not. You think if he speedrunned fast enough, he'd just make it over the gap and just splat into the wall on the other side? <laughs> or he just falls down in it. That would be it. Oh, that'd be great. Even this scene that we're going to get to see at Obi-Wan's face, it's such a classic. Yeah. That, the scream. Yep. It's perfect. Just I love how Darth Maul kills him and before he's even fallen over he's in a stance to take on the next person right that's so he's sick ready to go yep yeah, Obi-Wan just... is worked up and like you gotta imagine that with him not talking that it just pisses them off even more you know tries to make them vulnerable who would have thought Corey yeah Darth Maul yeah 19 years later after this film comes out I would fight him on national television in Australia. I know. And, That's... Rip, and rip the crotch of my jeans. You did? Yes. <laughs> That's great. There's this one shot and you can just see the jean go... That is a wild freaking thing to think of. <laughs> in 19 years, this is going to happen to me. With Darth Maul. Wow. See, Kira Knightley, sweet distraction. Uh-huh. That's just getting bullied. So messed up. And then the secret guns. Yep. And I like how the, <laughs> they're both getting freaked out. I love it how the Nemoidians, they have a grudge against Padme forever. They're yeah. always just so they're up. They're always to see after her. Uh huh. Like at in Attack of the Clones when they're at the um, execution, they're so amped. Yeah. They always got issues. All right, here we go. I love how everyone bounces. And I love how they don't have strong music going on here. So you just yeah. get the, the tension. Perfect. So good. I, even like the reflection of them on the ground. Yeah, this is probably my favorite bit from the fight. For sure. I just keep going at it. Man, I, it's, this is the one time I can't, I can't even speak. It's like... Hey, I just mesmerizing. It's so fun to watch. What if you cut off, like, the Padawan braid? <laughs> <laughs> and that was Darth Maul saying he was ready. Yeah, right? 
And this is where it all comes together, Corey. This is the genius yep. of George Lucas. Yep. Because how Obi-Wan's hanging down there, that directly reflects yeah, to how Obi-Wan had the higher ground against Anakin. Because <laughs> you can't win unless you have right. the higher ground. Oh, full circle. Oh, my God. That was one of my... It was like, you got to set up that higher ground thing earlier in the films. Like, yeah. And I wish that Annika did that on purpose. I always thought that... Oh, that, yeah. Yeah, blowing up the, the generator thing. Those Nemoidians that have the goggles on all the time, they make yeah. me feel sick. That, 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 that seems like a horrible way to live. Yeah. I love that shot. That's from the trailer of... Uh, Maybe they're blind. The battle droids getting caught up in the explosion. Right. And I like how it, like, deactivates them from the ground and everything. That's Rick Ollie's up there as well. Yep. Oh, there, oh, he, there goes. he goes. This is there he goes. Okay. That isn't a good spot. I yeah. take it back. With all yeah, that, it I've come around. That's it's the cool thing about doing this. I love the film even more now watching it. I'm more in... Uh, I've been impressed. I've just heard now this is podcasting so much that I can't... Like It's like... You know, I feel like that... Every time I hear the line, that's all I think of. <laughs> That battle droid had the uh, 1138 in his back. There he is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Little Easter egg. Oh. I like the way, uh, like, this, I, I love the way they just all fall down. And, the, and they're still pushing them, like, as they're falling. But I don't like that Jar Jar gave up. And then yeah. he's, like, hailed a hero at the end. <laughs> right. Like, they should just have made him, a, you know. Executed him. Bit more of a stand-up guy. Right. He just shouldn't have given up. I love this. Like, the blade, I think, ignites before he even touches the button. Mm, I don't like that green lightsaber. No? Qui-Gon's hilt doesn't do it for me. Yeah, it's not the best shade. Oh, my God. There's Darth Maul. Down. Yep. Oh, my God. Everyone that falls down shafts in Star Wars comes back. Did you know that? Yeah, right? No. All right. Yeah. True enough. Even like Boba Fett, maybe come back. Right. Oh my god. Makes sense now. Does that mean Phasma's coming back? Oh, you know it. And here we go. Qui Gon's Noble End. The song that spoiled. The song, yeah. Star Wars for so many. What a goofy move. Did you listen to it when it came out, like the soundtrack? Yeah, I would have. Gotcha. The um. So, how's this? The novel came out before the movie. Like, weeks. Oh, did you read it? I did not. I think I maybe read the first chapter or something. Yeah. But my friend Danny McGinley, this is the story that was told on the very first episode of Steel Wars. Okay. Is Danny McGinley is a very funny comedian in Australia. He finished reading the novel in the cinema waiting for the film to come on. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. That is just like, why not just not fight? Like, why not just not read the last chapter? A little bit for the end, yeah. Yeah. So close at that point. Oh, fake Mace Windu. Fake Mace Windu, yes. The best. Where is he? Where is he? Here he comes. So they couldn't get Samuel L. Jackson to come back to film this scene. <laughs> so they've got the bizarrest. He looks like 20 years younger than him. Yeah, he does. Where is he? Do we miss him? No, he's, he's, there he is. Ah! There he is. <laughs> it looks like I'm at best. It kind of does. 
Is it? I don't know, but everyone here looks so fake. Like, no one looks like there's uh, Ben Burt. Everyone and there's Rick McCallum! Yeah. <laughs> Man, that's a heavy scene. There was, like, Rick McCallum, Anakin Skywalker, CEO Bibble, and Coyote Muddy, Mundy in the same scene. Uh, Love this scene of Yoda walking. Yeah. Amazing. Mm. Um, Hugh Corshi, Captain Panaka, yeah. he came and did a Star Wars convention. In, in Melbourne about a, a month after The Phantom Menace came out. Uh-huh. And um, he, he was a nice guy, but very uh, taken aback by all the Star Wars hype, I think. Really? Yeah. Wow. I, I, I felt bad for him at Celebration because like, he was at the booth right next to, to one of the other actors and like no one was going up to him. Oh, really? Yeah, I felt bad. Like yeah. We tried going up to him, but my friend had the ticket for the next day. They're like, you can't, you can't right now. We're like, okay. Ah, well, I've because he appeared at this convention. I've got a signed yeah. Captain Panaka photo somewhere. Nice. Oh yeah, I love this, dude. That's way too close. Yeah. To a burning body, dude. It's got a stink. Like, unless they got some crazy like air perfume and stuff. Ooh, I, I no. pretty messed up taking eight so throughout this movie they put this eight-year-old kid in danger took away you know him from his mom and let him watch a burning body like of course he's gonna kill people (laughs) i love that line that was a big revelation yeah that must have been huge right 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 and then you get down to that whole thing of like, I've got to wait three years for the next one. Yeah, that's brutal. It's so funny, uh, this music, because you hear it in so many podcasts. Yeah, this was, you know that Star Wars Weekends event they had in Florida? They'd always play this. Oh, dude, nonstop. Dude, and I don't, crowd, I'm, I'm. The crowd is going off. Yeah. We're very excited here. <laughs> he's got this big ball. The ball of hope or peace. And yeah. He's got his new haircut now. Sweet braid. Yeah, looking cool. That dude looks like Anakin Skywalker with the hair. Looks like he's ready to smash him with those. <laughs> Dan Hudson. Yeah. From the, uh, <laughs> Lucasfilm fan club. Yeah. Oh, there's that real Mace Windu. Women hilarious if it wasn't for that shot. What's that other Yoda? What's his called? Oh, Evan Peel. Evan Peel, yeah. Is he a yeah. Yoda or he's something else? Isn't no, he? he's something else. Yeah. And then I, this is some good Star Wars ring theater yeah. with the, the mirroring, mirroring of the, uh, the New Hope ceremony. So. Right. They're all in unity now. Look at that Famba. What a it's toy. So big. <laughs> I use that gif all the time of Anakin Skywalker doing a little smoke. Yep. It's one of my favorite gifs. I have noticed that. <laughs> And we out. There we go. All righty, man. That was good fun. That was good fun. That was quite the movie. It's. What? I feel like it's aged very gracefully. It's not. It's it's. It like has stood the test of time. Yeah, I like. I'm less judgmental now. 
Yeah. But um, especially like, I didn't really get to focus in on it because we're talking the whole time. Yeah. But I had a ball watching it. I agree. I think maybe it's because we were talking. Um, hopefully that's not the case and it's actually good. But I think... Uh, yeah, I, I just think you sort of... Fo- like, that's what I learned is like, there's ton... Like, most of it's awesome, but yeah. you just focus on those things and you're like... Nah. Right. Like, and it's... And it's that thing of like it happening so far after the original ones, like your idea of what the next one, it had 17 years to, or how long it yeah. was to crisp. Right. But um, Corey, that yes. was so good. Do you have any, any um, final Phantom Menace thoughts? Um, my only complaint about the movie is that the pod race is very long and that, um, I forget what the other complaint I gave was. It was very stupid, very minor. It really was stupid. I don't remember. So that's how stupid it was. But yeah, I mean, all in all, Star Wars is better watching it with friends. So hmm. that's my final thoughts. Yeah, I think that the negatives were far too focused on. Yes. And um, just because it had so much pressure on it and stuff, and then it right. snowballed. But. Yeah, a lot of fun. A lot of fun. The Phantom Menace. And I hope everyone enjoyed it. Corey, yeah. do, do some plugs. Where can the good people of the internet track you down? Yeah, you can follow me on uh, First Order Transmissions at, on YouTube, uh, Twitter at First Order Pod, or at Corey underscore Wolfpack. Um, go on YouTube. That's where I get the views. So please do that. Um, it's I plug the views nonstop here. Um, All the views. Uh, and if you are watching this on YouTube and you want my sweet Darth Maul so uh, inspired uh, Chicago sports reference t-shirt, they're available at merchostore.com. There'll be a link downstairs in the comments or the show notes. And uh, if you're listening to the podcast, spread the good word. Actually, either way, give it the like and the subscribe and the retweet and let yes. people know you had a good time watching it with us. You yes. know what I'm saying? Please do. And uh, I'm going to wrap it up there, Corey. We're not going to talk cool. through the uh, the credits, but it was a joy to watch a Star Wars movie with you. Absolutely, dude. And uh, we must do it again sometime. And thanks yes. to everyone listening. Happy 20th birthday, The Phantom Menace. Yeah, sorry, I didn't. I forgot about the birthday. <laughs> <laughs> and may that force be with you. Make sure you check out our one-on-one interviews with the cast and crew of The Rise of Skywalker. Also on YouTube in full is our late-night comedy Star Wars chat show recorded live in Chicago. Chuck full with Star Wars insight and laughs. And if you're into audio podcasts, check out our blog pods from Star Wars Celebration that give you a fan's eye view of everything that went down in Chicago. And may that force be with you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 